Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Palmer Bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. A very good Friday on the road in the big smoke for Izzy and myself. We've uh, caught up with, again, a couple of characters, Dane Coles, on the eve of Bledisloe Cup. He was good crack. You took the mickey out of him a little bit, which you might pay for later on, Is, And what about the cat? How good was the cat, Phil Tufnell? Mate, I can't wait to meet Phil Tufnell. He was absolutely outstanding. The greatest interview I think I've ever heard. Uh, He was unbelievable, the chat that was coming out of his mouth. And I know he held back a little bit on the stories about yourself. So when he comes over to New Zealand, I'll be ripping in and getting that little insider to what went on on that tour. And what we might do as well, if we're going to go on the tour to Richmond, Nelson, and catch up with Paddy, we might bring Phil Tufto and Dane Coles with us. That was Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Kia ora and good morning, all of New Zealand, Aotearoa, whichever which way you want to be. This is just after 6am in the morning on Friday. Yes, it is Friday, footy shirt Friday, minus a couple. We'll go into that at some stage. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. We are by Kiwis and we are for Kiwis. Give us a call at any stage on 0800 150 811. Or send us a message on double eight double three. We hope you're listening somewhere around New Zealand, either on our frequencies or on the SENZ app. It is a very, very good morning to my co-host, Izzy Dag, who is going to talk us through who we're going to speak to today, my friend. Morena Baz, Morena Baz. Great to actually be in your presence to actually <laughs> smell. You're smelling beautiful this morning, I must say, my good friend. It's been great. Great. It's great to actually see you. Uh, yeah, if you're going to give us a call, I want to reach out to James. James, <laughs> you know who you are. The quiz man yesterday. We're trying to get a hold of you, mate. So wake up, put your phone on, and get in touch. 0800 150 811 because the quiz master's coming for you, buddy. So can't wait. But, mate, it's great to be back with you in Auckland in the big smoke. We had a great night last night. Great little catch-up, didn't we? Yes, we did, my friend. Our, our boss, Sam, she left this morning to go. Well, she's just about to leave, actually, to go back to Australia. She's done a tough over here. She's been here away from her family for a long, long time to just keep an eye on us, really. <laughs> Try steer us into the water and make sure we don't drown. And she's done a fabulous job, and we're going to miss her a lot. And thank you for... Just uh, the calm and guiding hand that she's been while she's been over here. She looked a bit nervous actually yesterday when she went. She, well, I said, Fair hey, "How are you too. feeling? Are you feeling comfortable leaving?" And she said, "Yes." Said, <laughs> I said, "Is that is that Smithy show you a little bit worried about?" <laughs> she said, "Maybe." <laughs> she's let us off the chain and look out. Yeah. But, no, it was good last night. We went down to Old Chibo just yep. down the road. Had a well, we had a few oysters. 
just a little quiet glass of wine and then took the lime scooter home, didn't we? That was an awesome night. Yeah, great night. Great food, great service from from the patrons there. Um, awesome, awesome food. Had some great Timatuku oysters over in Waiheke Island, which are my absolute favourite. We had some great yarns. Obviously, Liz, your wife, to, uh, you know, uh, Decided to join us, and she's she, not listening to this time of the morning. Bought, you don't have to mate, suck up honestly, to it. <laughs> honestly, she brought some great chat, which I want to bring up, mate. I want oh. to bring. Up. I, I, I wrote a quote. Oh dear. I wrote a, I wrote a quote that was that Bear said. So this is what Bear said at home. Oh dear. You know what, Liz? I don't want to play golf anymore. Talk to me about this, mate. What is going through your head? That's not for true. someone to say that. What, what were you? Are you serious? You don't want to play golf anymore? Are you over it? You done? No, I'm not done. I want to play golf. I just don't have time to play golf. What was that with that quote? Because she said it to me. That's exactly the words. And you confirmed that you're sitting right next so to me. So you've never said to Daisy something that you didn't believe in? <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I want something, what do you want, Daisy? <laughs> I want to be able to play golfers. <laughs> anyway, that's not very nice, bringing that up. Um, but look, the, my rationale there was that I'd rather, I'd rather go to the pub than go and play golf. And and I don't know, when I was living in Christchurch, golf was a big sort of part of your lifestyle, right? Because everyone plays golf. Up in Matamata, no one really plays golf. People go and sort out their horses and go to the pub. Well, you don't really want to play golf when you've got to pay for a membership and pay a little extra when you turn up, isn't it? Is that what you were saying last night? Well, we're going we're gonna to speak to Phil Totarangi later, who actually designed that course that we're talking about. So oh, I'll ask him about the... Uh, oh, so he's getting royalties on extra things, <laughs> isn't he, mate? <laughs> so not just Phil Totarangi, but we're also going to speak to Phil Tufnell, all the way from the UK. And I can tell you, do not want to miss that, because he is proper crack. He's asked us to phone him an hour beforehand, which is about now, so hopefully... Kieran is on to that in the background. Give him a call because he takes a little while to wake up, does the cat. We filmed a TV show together and we spent 23 days. We filmed 22 out of 23 days together, 6 in the morning to 8 at night. And, oh, my gosh, have I never in my life laughed as hard as I had over those 23 days with the cat that is Phil Tufnell. So I'm looking forward to introducing him to you as well, Izzy. I think you two will get on very, very well. And we've also got your great mate, Dane Coles, as well, who on a Friday leading into Bledisloe Cup um, is very, for- we're very fortunate to be able to get a hold of such a uh, experienced All Black on our show, and I'm sure we'll have a bit of fun with him too. Yeah, it's great to be able to get the opportunity to actually access the All Black, so thanks to them for giving us their time, especially on a Friday morning. We're going to have a chat to them about 8 o'clock, so if you've got any questions for Dane Coles, give us a text, double eight double three. Or uh, give us a call. We never really get any calls. We'd love to have a chat. One five zero eight eleven oh eight hundred and uh, chew the fat. But yeah, great to be able to chat to Dane. And yeah, obviously with so much sport going on at the moment with the Olympics, um, we all also got the the final for the netball this weekend. Tactics versus the the Mystics. Um, there's so much sport going on. So the Bledisloe Cup has snuck around, and uh, I think about seven forty. I'm just going to share my little insights into. What I kind of think is going to happen in the game, digress, uh, you know, what, what time of st- type of style the, the All Blacks are going to come out with, what the Wallabies are going to bring, and then what's going to go through the players' minds on, on game day. It's going to be uh, a little insight to what I think. I'm really looking forward to that, actually, because I sort of heard a little bit of what you've been talking about, how you think the game's going to unfold tomorrow. So I think for, for everyone out there to be able to look into Izzy Dag's crystal ball and, and see how the game's going to unfold, I think it could be quite fascinating and 
I guess, um, you know, while they're sitting there watching the game and you've told them what's going to happen, they're just going to go, gee, that is he, dang, he is clued up. <laughs> the tactician, the, the mastermind. And you're on today too. For everyone out there, we've got a dartboard up here in the office. We're coming about 5 o'clock this morning. Izzy's just grabbed three darts. And I've said to him, hit the bullseye. First dart, uh, he's hit the, the green on the outside of the bullseye. And I was like, you're kidding. I said, close. <laughs> Next dart, just a little bit off to the side. Next dart, third dart, boom. Straight in the heart of the bullseye. <laughs> I was like, you are on, my friend. It's been a so cut week, mate. And I'm so, like I said, I'm excited to be in the studios, in your presence, and uh, back back with the team. We've got a great team, Trudy, Kieran, Joe in the back. Back with Louie. Louie! How are you, my friend? Good to see you. Is he? Hey, lads. <laughs> what about all the lads just in the same room? How good is it? Fellas, it's welcome to the... Any traffic? Any any traffic? No traffic. No, no traffic. Tra- actually, Auckland's not a bad place at this time of the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, crikey. The, the traffic coming into the city yesterday was quite difficult, though. Oh, yeah, always. Always. I love that you now you've moved to Matamata, you've adopted horses and dropped the golf. I think that's great, you know. You can't have time for too many hobbies. So Izzy's got uh, golf and well, part-time family man, maybe. No, full-time <laughs> oh, family sorry. man. Come sorry, on, Louis. Sorry, sorry. Is it, what about trying to ride a horse through Queen Street? Imagine how difficult that would be. Oh, that would be horrendous, wouldn't it? You could never do that. They wouldn't allow it. You could hardly ride a lime scooter through it. Oh, I'd... We were pretty erratic last night, weren't we? On our lime scooters. Yeah. Oh, we were quite aggressive. Yeah. But I felt we have to. I think you have to be aggressive, don't you, you when do. you're driving anything around Auckland. Otherwise, mm. I don't. I find like, people aren't that kind to lime scooter operators. In fact, I feel like they're sort of trying to swerve towards you rather than away from you. Maybe that was just Well, us. I think there's a bit of an uproar whether it should be in the cities. Um, it's, it is a, probably a touchy subject uh, out there. If there's any Aucklanders listening, what are your thoughts on the Lime scooters? Because um, we, we don't ever have them very often in Christchurch. Well, I don't, out in the outskirts. So I was pretty excited to jump on it. And we got to the hotel and we were like, man, what a way to get around Auckland. No traffic, just bulldoze way through lights and it's great. Yeah, that's right. And I was just, it made me think, because we missed one person last night, didn't we, from dinner. They were a bit salty on it as well. Mm. He, he operates on SNZ from 9 till 12. Did he, did he, he said, not get the invite? Well, I'm not sure. We kind oh. of invited ourselves to this dinner anyway, didn't we? As we were like, well, we better say goodbye to Sam the boss. Yeah. Why don't we make the effort, come up to Auckland, yeah. and and we'll, we'll have a dinner and say goodbye to Sam. Well, so we're proactive about it. Proactive. We were proactive about it. I've emailed Amanda over in Australia, and I said, Amanda, I want to go up and say goodbye to Sam. You know, she's been absolutely amazing these last couple of weeks. She's been away from her family. Her husband's missing her dearly. Can I please fly up and say goodbye to our dear friend Sam? And uh, and that's what we did. And so obviously she shouted us, didn't it? And it was a bonus. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but we, the other thing, like we we booked a table for six because the beaver joined us too. Oh, beaver. So we had a table for six. There was one seat just sitting there mm. with Smitty's name on it. And mm. we even saved a couple of oysters for him as well. Mm. And where was Smitty? Back in the Hawks Bay. In the Hawks Bay. Turks. Yeah. Turks. He was at Turks. He was at Turks with uh, Baz's old man, actually, wasn't he? Yeah, that was random, eh? <laughs> Somebody sent me a, a photo two nights ago of of him and my old man having a beer at Turks. New Zealand. What about New Zealand? What a staggering place. Uh, positive about Smitty, though. You have to commend him on his on his studio at the moment. He's probably got the best studio going around. 
now. The studio looks good. Looks good. He's had to bring out all the guns. Eh? Obviously, oh, this is just a sign Donald Bradman bat. I think we <laughs> might have heard him. I, I mean, we were only having a laugh, but mm. I felt like, like he really took it to heart. Mm. And he's upped his game to his credit. But um, what I would love to have seen was Smitty on a lime scooter on the way home last night. <laughs> Put that one in your visuals. <laughs> he doesn't even know what WhatsApp is. Remember that thing in the car? And he said, oh, is that that green thing? <laughs> He won't know what the line is then. <laughs> oh, Christ. Has he done the test match tomorrow night? Uh, I assume so. He is the voice at 100%. I think he'll be doing the Blitters 01. So he'll be up here later on today. And I'm sure we'll bump into him later on at the, at the hotel. And Man, maybe he definitely we can... won't be up listening to this, I'll tell you that. Maybe we could pick him up a couple of oysters later on this afternoon. We've got a great text here. Baz, don't ever say that. Golf is an addiction. From one good shot to the next. I've got two young kids and it showed my regular golf game. But when I'm out there, it's like heaven. Hold on, I need to click on that. I'm having a few issues. It's like heaven. If you need someone to play with, hell, I'll drive two hours to give you a game. Cheers, Brenton. So, Brenton, he can't believe that you have given up golf. I think you've exaggerated that story. No, I haven't exaggerated it. Come out of... Well, this has exaggerated that story. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just say things like there's a lot of noise going on and it's like you're not really thinking about anything. You just want a little bit of quiet. And so it's like, yeah, I don't want to play golf today. You've got two good golf weeks in UA. That's yep. the Donk and that's uh, in New Zealand Golf Cup. Cup. New Zealand golf Open. Open, yeah. Which we're still waiting, Sir John Hart will call him. <laughs> Izzy and I are both waiting for that invite to the New Zealand Golf Open. My address is, is in your inbox somewhere. Please send us that invite. To, how, how about to the that? We served at the hotel the other day, and we're like, "Hey, Hardy, how are you, mate? You're looking great. Thank you. What are you up to?" He's, "Oh, we're having a meeting with, blah blah about New Zealand golf item." We're like, "Oh, yeah." We're just having a laugh. Oh, we haven't got our invite yet. And he goes, "Yeah, about that." <laughs> <laughs> we're like, "He was actually genuinely serious. I don't think we're getting an invite." Right? Why? Why would we not be invited? Like, we've played all right when we've been there before. We've been good crack. Bring a smile to everyone's faces. Come on, Hardy. <laughs> please, John. <laughs> oh, 800 150 Give us a call, John Hart, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> he wouldn't be a text, would he? Double eight, double three, Hardy. <laughs> oh, let's go to break. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Right, quarter past six on a Friday. Yes, it is a Friday. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast. And thank you to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 21 minutes past six for Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Beaver there going very, very well. Beaver's actually going to be on Saturday night. He's picked up an extra shift. He's about, I hope your timesheet's for that. Him and Ricardo Bull are going to be talking about the Bledisloe Cup tomorrow night from 7 as it happens live and take your calls. Then on then Sunday from 1pm, 10 test all black, half back. Steve Devine joins Ricardo Bull as they dissect all of the action. 0800 150 is the Kennard's higher phone line and double eight double. Three. Remember when you text, you could be coming away with a temper bed valued at $10,000 for text of the month. Text of the week wins a pillow, which we will announce for this week a little bit later on. Lads, the Olympics still flying away. Pretty impressive viewing yesterday, Baz. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm a horse racing man, and the best horse that I've I've seen in the last probably decade or so would be a horse called Winks. Black Caviar, Winks. Lisa Carrington is the winks of of canoeing she is just unbelievably impressive and just powerful as well as 
So yesterday, if you if you had said winks and black caviar, I would have listened because obviously <laughs> I just switched <laughs> off when I heard Danielle Johnson. Or no, Danielle Johnson's a great jockey. She's a great great jockey, I should must say. But I just switched off. But um, mate, listen, Carrington, she is absolutely a freak of nature. She's not done yet either, is she? She ain't like... done yet, mate. Paris, she'll only th- be thirty six years old, so she could potentially go on and win nine medals. Be the she is the greatest of all time at the moment. Anyway, she's won five golds and, and a bronze. So, and I saw a set actually yesterday. Her her she's I think it's don't quote me on this, but I think she's about seventh on the middle middle table for overall athletes. And that's up there with like Katie Ledecky, who's a swimmer. Um, who else is a lot of top athletes over the Olympians. So she is like. Olympics-wise, she is right up top. Did you see that stat as well, that if Lisa Carrington was a country, she'd sit 22nd. 22nd, mate. 22nd by rankings. She's carrying New Zealand on her shoulders. <laughs> New Zealand's, well, we're sitting 8th or something, or ninth, somewhere around there, which is quite remarkable for a country of 5 million. Well, there was a silver last night, but one of the cyclists... Um, two of them. Two of them actually got Elise Andrews and the other... Oh, I can't Campbell remember. Stewart. Campbell Stewart, that's his name. Uh, and that gave us that the most ever... By by Olympics Olympians in any Olympics, so wonderful bit of history there that's been created by these athletes over in Tokyo. It's it's unbelievable, Bez. Yeah, well, you you must think as well like the funding for the Olympic team well, for for each individual sport is obviously provided by New Zealand Sport. You you got to think that whatever that program was is a roaring success for us to go to the games and have our biggest ever medal haul. It's got to be a tick in the column of whoever's been providing the funding, and you got to say keep doing it because you know we are showing on the world stage just how good our athletes are. Well, that's a question for for Grant Robinson. I'd love to ask him that. Obviously, if... I don't reckon he's coming on our he's show. He's not coming on our show. Mate. <laughs> he's, he's going on Ian Smith's show. So Smithy, could you ask him about the funding? Because I know there is a lot of cases where whatever um, yeah, discipline you're in that provides what the funding they get for each different sports. Um, so hopefully. After this kind of amazing Olympics and how successful it has been, that the the New Zealand government can pump some more money in there because these young athletes, like Lisa, like these are going to be a lot of young kids out there watching Lisa Carrington and the sport of kayaking uh-huh. is going to go gangbusters. So hopefully we can get that funding for these young kids to be able to do these sports and and get into it because it ain't cheap. Really, it is a lot of these things ain't cheap. Probably buying a boat will be very expensive. Travelling to all these arenas will be very expensive. Mm. So there's a lot of cost with it, and a little bit of help goes a long way. Yeah, well, our cycling team at the next Olympics should be good with the new cycle wagon about to be built somewhere by the government. Oh, that's a bit, that's a bit heavy for a Friday morning. You're talking about the bridge over the... <laughs> the bridge. No. Like the cycle bridge doing laps over... The <laughs> aren't they building some cycle you could bike over the bri- You could bike over that bridge uh, that you said has been changed to 50k. You could bike over faster than driving. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone that's on that bridge right now and is listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SNZ knows exactly what I'm talking about. When have you ever gone 80 kilometres an hour across that bridge? You could lime scooter faster than you could drive across <laughs> that bridge, 100%. But uh, Lisa Carrington, she's also got uh, one. Uh, she's the team's event, right? There's uh, where she ain't done. No, mate, she's not <laughs> done. And you've got to think that is a red hot chance as well of being able to medal. Imagine if she could get another one. Oh, six. That'd be amazing. She's um like this is we got to we got to chat about it. where does this yeah where's this on on in the greatest of all, this will have to be the greatest of all time. Athlete, you reckon, Bez? 
Yep. Yeah, I think so. And oh, oh, of all time, far out. Um, of our time, yep. I think. Um, I was in, intrigued yesterday when Smitty said that mm. um, that she'd be a lock for the Hellbergs as well. Because New Zealand cricket team has been super, super... Well, they couldn't be any more impressive than what they've been. Um, but it's hard to argue with that mm. sentiment that, that she is a lock for that Hellberg ward, surely. 100%. I, I totally agree with Smithy. She'll, she'll be right into that Supreme Award. And I think there's a lot of different categories there. So the, I, I reckon the the Black Caps will be signing up that Hellberg's team of the year. That's 100% going to them. And then Supreme will just have to go to Lisa Carrington. And if she gets another goal, we'll... She'll be getting sick of that anthem, I think. Oh, you can't ever get sick of that anthem, can you? Never, never. Yeah, what about Tom Walsh, too? That was pretty impressive yesterday. And Did you see the big man? I know he's a good mate of yours, and I know him reasonably well. The big man shed a tear yesterday, too. He choked up a little bit after, which was pretty awesome. Final round, it is Tom Walsh at 22-1-8. It's another bronze for Tom Walsh. Mate, that's unbelievable. Like, obviously, coming third, he wanted to go over there to win bronze, uh, win, win gold. But becoming third in such a stacked field with the the two uh, United States players, you know, um, sportsmen. Well, well he actually threw. He threw his best throw of the year. Mm. So when you talk about peaking for a, an Olympics and and channeling everything to get yourself in the moment to perform at your very best on the biggest stage, he did it. It just so happened that there was two guys who happened to be better, and there's certainly no disgrace in that. And and Tom Walsh can hold his head up very, very high. Bronze medal in those those circumstances is superb. So well done, Tommy, and I'm sure is a look forward to shouting your beer on the golf course. Oh, I can't wait till he gets back, mate, and, and get him out on the golf course. He's part of our Wednesday group. Um, he brings some great chat. Uh, he's always eating, so he just he's just constantly eating the whole way around Big the golf man, course. Big man, constantly eating. But like we said, we're just so proud of him. Uh, seeing the emotion that goes through there, these athletes when they're over there wearing that flag, how special that meant to him and his family, and what you know, all the sacrifices. Because this day and age, as an athlete, it's tough with COVID and, and things like that. So, well done, Tommy. We're really proud of you. Well done to all our athletes, actually, that have gone over there, whether they've won a medal or not. Very, very special. Hey, just on the medal tally, this I just I was trying to work out exactly where we are. But this I th- thought this was fascinating for the women's medal, medal tally. Only ahead of us is China, the States, Japan, Australia, and uh, Russia, which means that we're sixth on the women's medal tally. And that's when you think about Emma Twig, uh, Gowler, and Prendergast and Carrington. That's fantastic. Then all the silvers that came. That's really really cool, Baz. Yeah, it is really cool. And look, Australia's having a good games too. To be fair to them. I know we don't like to give them too much credit, but they're having a good games. But no, our female athletes are right up there with the world's best, aren't they? They're just so impressive. They carry themselves so well too. And yeah, they're just fine representations of our country. And we're very, very lucky to have them. And we love being able to champion them on our champions on this show. Is <laughs> We 100% do, mate. We've got a great show coming up. Can't wait to chat to... We've got actually the quiz coming up in a couple of minutes. So, James, if you're there, answer your phone. I'm coming straight for you, mate. I've got a hell of a challenge for you, so come see me, please. Called out by Izzy is James. Put your money where your mouth is, he reckons. We're almost half past six in the morning on a Friday, and it is time for Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. 
Thank you, Trudy. At 28 minutes away from seven on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Text anytime, double eight, double three. And you could be going away with a temper queen size beard valued at $10,000 for text of the month. Our text of the week we will get to shortly. But it's time for our Love Racing.nz Thoroughbred update. Your home for everything Thoroughbred Racing. Love Racing.nz. Baz, you're in Auckland. What's your punting schedule like this weekend? Uh, available. Available, Louis. I actually caught the Cambridge Trials yesterday as well on the way through yeah. from Matamata to Auckland. I went the long route. Um, I had a horse called Tabata who trialed yesterday. She went very good. Stakes winner. Stakes winner. Tabata Savabil Philly. Stay well, me and now. Stakes winner. Uh, Danielle Johnson Road. Stephen Marsh train. Nice quiet trial. So she'll trial again in two weeks. Look out for a big, a big campaign, Louis. What, what would the four-year-old mare be targeting? Uh, she's five now. Five. Obviously, well, the birthdays were the other day, oh, right? Of course. Yeah, so she's just turned five. Um, oh, look, let's not get too far in front of ourselves. We'll just, you know, play. What about the futures be, players out be there? Be where our feet are and and just deal with the trial in a couple of weeks. And look, I think she when I, when we bought her, she was always going to take a bit of time, and we thought she'd get up over a little bit of ground. So I think anywhere. Maybe like later on in the year, there's a tiara breeders, which which might suit her. But there's a long way to go bef- between now and then. So let's just get through the hopefully, the trial in two weeks' time. And hopefully by then, Avantage and Levante have buggered off to Australia. Well, look, maybe, yeah, or maybe they've traded off a little bit. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So there's racing, Izzy, in Ruakaka, and are you with me? I'm with you now. You Give me you? a tip. <laughs> I'm with are you, you bud. Here? I'm here. Um, Ruakaka and Rickerton Park. It's the Winter Cup down at Rickerton. Yes, what do you got? He just wants he just wants the grass oil. Look, j- just ask me is going to be hard to beat, but it's drawn 19, the absolute car park with the heavy weight, 60 kilograms. Hazel will claim down to 59. To be honest, mate, I think this is a stay-away betting race. Is it? Yeah. <sighs> well, what's that pain? Just ask me. 380. And what's well, who's the second favourite in the market there? Uh, it's a pretty wide-open field. Uh, Tappy's won with Chris, with Chris Johnson will be riding at $6.230 each way. And, yeah, there's kind of Cetus, a couple of Pittman runners in the market. Oh, Quiz Kid for the Feelings. Um, that's probably ready for a big run. But Ruakaka, there is mm, one. Okay. I will tip you one at Ruakaka. Yes, please. Oh. Its name is yep. Acutus. Acutus? Acutus. Okay. And it is in race five, I believe. Yes, it is. $2.50 in from $3. So if you got the $3, very well done. It's only a small field. Irish girl has been racing against the last couple there. A bit at the first time, then around a very good second to it last time a couple of weeks ago. Irish McCool will probably claim down, I'd suggest, to 54. I reckon it's a good bet, is he? Yeah, beautiful. I'm going to... On the nose, never the tail. You know, you know the rules here. <laughs> Two fifty, oh, a bit light for me. I love an odd. Yeah, I know. Love an odd. Love a punt. Well, love a little. It's a good time of year to be finding the odds. Mm. Tell you who else likes an odd, and that's Smitty. And then we've got a text here from Albie from Napier. He says, "I'm not a big fan of Havelock North. It's odd, mm. but Turk Sports Bar and TAB right in the heart of the village gets a pass, and Smitty is part of the furniture there. Always up for a yarn and a handle. That's Albie from Napier." How good's that? Yeah, I've had a, I've spent a few times, few times in uh, in Turks Bar. It's a great little bar. Good establishment. Yeah, great it? establishment. Good food. Um, yeah, good good hospitality. I don't think I've ever eaten in Turks. Have you never? Nah, yeah, I'm, not for, I'm not there for. I'm not there for. Well, when I sing, I, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, we're not going to Shiba and getting tuna sashimi or you know salmon sashimi. I'm getting a bowl of chips with a little bit of wedges, bacon, sour cream. Like I'm leaning that kind of chat, you know. Like when you're there punting, you don't want to have a full sit down meal, do you? You want to 
have a chip in the mouth and you want to quickly look up at the TV watching your horse. And wash it down with some sort of fluid. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Water. Twenty-four <laughs> away from seven o'clock. James, were you listening the other day, were you? <laughs> James, yes, yes. James, we're coming for you. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. James, this is your time. Quizzy Dag is coming up. Give us a call if you want to play in the quiz because here's a tip. It's not an easy quiz today, so we'll need lots of callers on the line. If you want a fifty dollar TAB bonus bet, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. 19 minutes away from 7 o'clock in the morning, 0800 150 811 for Quizzy Dag. That is the Kennard's Hire phone line. Get in touch with us at any stage throughout the morning. A bit of breaking news we will follow throughout the morning. Lionel Messi is leaving Barcelona. We only land Manchester City, anywhere else in Europe. That is pretty big news. Lionel Messi is leaving Barcelona, but it can't be bigger news than this. Quizzy Dag. A quiz that James thinks is too easy. So come on, James, come and see me. I've got you on the line right now. Come on, yeah. Here we go. James, James, James. Are you there? Morena, morena. Morena, James, brother. Hey, great to have you. Nah, you're not getting stitched up, mate. I've got a little <laughs> challenge for you. If you win, obviously you win the TAB fifty dollar voucher. If you win this quiz, I'll double that with my own fifty. <laughs> so I'll make it a hundred dollars, all right? But if you lose, you have to donate fifty dollars to Child Cancer Foundation. How does that sound? Oh, that's fair income, mate. Fair okay, income. here we go, bud. You know the rules. Five questions, get them all right, you win a hundred bucks. And I'll chuck 50 of my money in there. Here we go, bud. Ready? Dane Coles made his All Blacks debut in which year against which side? Oh, that would have to be... Six, five, four, three, two, one. Australia. Dad! Yes! Yes! Yes, James, eh? What, what, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> soft all week, soft all week. No, 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 no. It's all good, brother. It's all good. Oh, I was actually just trying to be generous and make the quiz achievable, but now, oh, you've cr- you poked the beer, bud. I'm coming. <laughs> no, that's good. That's no, good. No, thanks for the call, mate. I'll, I'll give you my details later. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tim. Timmy, you there? Hey. All right. Hey, All right, mate. Um, you just get 50 bucks this one. I'm not putting 50 of my own money on the line here. So 50 bucks for the t- courtesy of the TAB. Here we go. Dane Coles made his debut in which year against which side? Uh, 2012 against Scotland. Yeah, nice Google there, mate. Well done. <laughs> um, NBA Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Bell. LaMelo Ball played for which NBL team in 2019? Uh, Lamello, what's his name? Lamello Ball. Five, um, four, three, two, the, one. Uh, the Maverick. Mavericks. It's hard to Google that, isn't it? It's hard to Google L-A-M-E-L-O. that quick, isn't it? L-O. <laughs> Here we go. Unlucky, bud. Here we go. Craig. Morning. Morning, Craig. All right, here we go, mate. You're only up to... Question number two. It's a little bit harder today. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> NBA Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Ball, played for which NBL team in 2019? NBL. Pelicans. No, that's NBA. NBL is the Australian League. Oh, 
Oh, the Australian League. Yeah, MBL. I don't know. Try the Brisbane Bullets then. Brisbane Bullets. Ah, bugger. Oh, well. Sorry, Craig. Oh, well, I guess that 50 bucks comes to me, lads. How good's that? we got Brenton. We've got to get Brenton on the line. Let's cue Brenton up. We've got another caller. It's quite a tough quiz today, though. It is. A... Brenton. Yeah, mate. Yes, here he is. NBA Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Ball, played for which NBL team in 2019? That'd be the Illawarra Hawks. Yeah, good Google. Well done. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, nice. Good on you, bud. Hey, Lisa Carrington became the most medalled New Zealander yesterday, overtaking three Olympians. Ian Ferguson, Mark Todd, and who? Uh, Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, unlucky. Unlucky. Sorry, mate. Next time. Here we go, Tim. Timmy, you're back. Yo. Yeah, how's it going? Another Tim. You just changed your voice. Well done. Here we go. <laughs> Lisa Carrington became the most medalled New Zealand yesterday, overtaking three Olympians. Ian Ferguson, Mark Todd, and who? McDonald. Yeah, I'll give you that. Well well Googled. Here are, who are the reigning uh, ANZ Premiership champions? Uh just netball. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um five. What? Who? Swift. Unlucky, mate. Yeah, bugger. Oh, well. It's a bit hard today, is it? We've only got, we've only got three hours for this show, you know. <laughs> Simon, Simon, you there? Yeah, mate. How you going? All right, Simon. Who are the reigning ANZ Premiership champions? Uh, the Pulse, is it? Yep, well done. Okay, let's take home 50 bucks, mate. In, 19, in, in 1983, Melbourne Cup winner, Kiwi... Was trained by which horse trainer? Yeah, I know that one. Snow Lupton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Well done, Simon. Great, oh, Tim. Simon, actually. Sorry. Well done, mate. You're sorry. There's so, we've had so many calls that I'm just going through them, but well done. You won $50 courtesy of the TAB. Awesome work, mate. I thought you were going to go the jockey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Snow Lupton, that's a great one from you. Great, great trivia, mate. Well done. Have a great day. Cheers. What's staggering about that is I can see the quiz and I never saw that question on the quiz. Did you just make that last one up? I just made it up there on the spot. That's pretty good. Snow Lupton, mate. You know Snowy. I know Snowy, yeah, but I didn't know you knew Snowy. Oh, Snowy's a good mate, mate. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, me and Snow go way back, way oh. back to the mountains. Oh, very good. I reckon you're going to have to make that. Like, find the, find okay, the can I explain? That Obviously, that, that went a lot longer than normal, um, so I apologise out there, but I was just a bit irritated today that, that my quiz was getting questioned, so I like, made it a lot harder, and we had to get the winner, and James, he gave it a good chance anyway. Moving on. <laughs> good quizzes, good quiz. 6.48 in the morning. We have Phil Tatarangi coming up soon on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Six minutes away from 7 o'clock on SCNZ with Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're going to have a little cafe coffee stop shortly, but not before we figure out what's going on with Izzy's golf game, Baz. Yeah, and who better to get on the line so we can fix your problem than Phil Tatarangi, a man, a man who's... Also has his own show on SNZ, Tee It Up. I've listened to it. Very, very informative. Very entertaining. Well, maybe I need to listen to it. Maybe you need to yeah. listen to it. But anyway, we digress. Good morning, Phil. 
Morning, Baz. Morning, Louis. Morning. And I thought you just said, Baz, you only got three hours for this show, and you want to try and fix Izzy's game. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. Trying to fix his show, uh, his golf swing, and get in Quizzy Dag now that he's found his groove, oh. as one texter has said. But help us out. Help us out with Izzy's golf game, Phil. He's got, what would you explain my, my wedges, Phil. Um, I'm about 60, 80 out. I'm chunking it. So am I coming too steep? Well, what's happening? I don't have, I don't have a clue. Am I hidden off the... All, all of the above. All of the above, I would say. Yeah. Um, there is such a saying as drive for show and putt for those. Yes, my There's dad. about wedging it in there. So you either got to drive it longer or putt it longer, one or the other, to take the wedges out of play altogether with this. <laughs> Please help me. I'm actually genuinely serious. I need help, Phil. We've got you on. What do I need to do? Do I need to put my ball in the back of my stance or or, or what do I what do I need to do? I wouldn't do that, mate. I'd, I'd, I'd just avoid the wedges altogether. We just don't have enough time to, to digress into this, mate. Cause I know you're so studious that you want to work on this, you want to go to the range. Feels like we need to spend a little bit of time, mate, to talk this over. There might well be a couch involved. Okay. <laughs> you, you know, you can lie down and, and just have a bit of counselling. Okay. <laughs> are you offering me a bit of counselling, please? Because uh, after yesterday or oh, Wednesday's debacle, when I was I was driving it very, very long, I must say. But then those next those next three Humble shots break. are very poor. I've, I've got people that I know that might be able to help you out. <laughs> right, Phil. <sighs> so we can't help Izzy. What well, about There's no help. Let's talk about Lydia Co. She's going pretty good, isn't she? Yeah, she is. And I right up until the last couple of holes yesterday, unfortunately, um, bogey's the first, first hole and the last two has her three shots out of medal contention right now. Um, Day was owned by Nally Quarter, best player in the world right now, number one player. She was on pace for shooting 59 yesterday, and she made double bogey at the last. So wow. a couple of players just slipping up on the uh, last couple of holes, but... Um, you look, the, they've set the ladies' course up, women's course up, quite a bit easier than, than the men's. Um, after the first day, there were a lot of a lot of grumbles, a lot of groans. I uh, hadn't too long. The clubs into the green yesterday, they set it up a little bit shorter and a lot of the short irons coming in. Some red numbers for Lids. Uh, good to see that she, uh, she's she got herself right in contention getting into the weekend. However, it looks like the event may well be in the lap of the gods with the weather. 72 holds the stroke plays, the format boys, but we've got a tropical thunderstorm heading towards Tokyo, and hopefully that does not curtail their ability to get the next two rounds on. Hey, Lydia's obviously playing very consistently lately. Um, can you what, what do you put that down to? What, what changes have you seen in her game that's made her so successful lately? Yeah, well, one of the things actually going to be part of my show tomorrow morning is uh, a clip from a, a, a long-form interview that I did with Guy Wilson. Remember, Guy was yep. his, her first coach uh, before she took on uh, playing professionally in the States. And he was actually quite heartened with the work that she's been doing with Sean Foley. Seems like he's got her swing a lot more back on playing. I've, I've certainly noticed that as well. But it, more than anything, I think we've seen the bounce back in, in Lydia. Mm. The smiles come back. I think she's a bit lighter out there and all of a sudden the, the worries of the world, certainly um, of her wedge game, uh, don't seem to be bothering her quite as much. And it looks like that, that she's just found that rhythm. She's uh, she's always had that. Um, certainly doesn't hurt dropping a couple of 20-footers per day, and that will certainly make that hole start looking a little bit bigger. Nice. nice. Hey, uh, we've just got a bit of a predicament here. Um, Bears says he doesn't like playing golf anymore. Oh, can you, can you just That's enlighten us on what's going through his head at the moment? 
Yeah, uh, a, a lot of things. That's most probably the issue. A lot of things. You know what? I, I think here we need to have a session, boys. We need to have a session. But you, you got the yips with the wedge. Baz got the yips with everything. <laughs> things like Baz is the so and maybe a box of Heinies or something like that. We need to go to the, go to the range, go to the course, have a session, see if we can iron some of these things out. Look, I think I'm just starved of opportunity, Phil. I don't think it's good. I don't know whether my game is in good order or not. I feel like I'm starved of opportunity, and I've pleaded my case on air that my wife needs to allow me to play golf more often, and Izzy is just making up absolute rubbish. But anyway, thank you, mate. We, uh, we'll hear from you again soon. Good luck in the weekend with your show, and thanks very much for joining us on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Yeah, cheers, Phil. All good, boys. Thank you, mate. What a legend. So he gave you nothing. He gave me absolutely nothing there. I was, like, I was really, I was so looking forward to this. I was like, okay, he's going to tell me, maybe put my the ball back here and then lean here. I think the guy used to, I think it was David who texted in and said, put on your back foot and hit off your front, front he foot. He said, don't do that, though. Phil said, don't do yeah, that. Well, he's just trying to be funny, I think. Anyway, you can go away and have he's a little... He's only won one PGA. Have you a little cafe digest that from Phil Tautarangi. This just before seven on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're going to go and catch up with Trudy for the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Kia ora and good morning New Zealand. It is just after 7am on Friday the 6th of August. Oh, we love a Friday here at Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. We've had a good morning so far. Izzy's quiz was way too tough, or was it? Maybe he's just found his groove. And we've got, we had Phil Tatarangi on. Couldn't help Izzy's golf game, unfortunately, but gave us a couple of tidbits of how to deal with it. Coming up very soon is a man I am looking forward to bringing on the show. It is Phil Tufnell, and he is one heck of a character. One thing, Izzy, I did pick up in Trudy's news that Weber, oh, I love a barbecue. So Weber so has good. got a valuation of $5 billion. Oh, my Lord. I am so happy for this. This is That is great news. And obviously Weber, potentially. Imagine if we could Potentially. Get are Weber. we getting our hands on Webers? Uh, uh, Kieran in the background is smiling. He wants a Weber. Joe, he needs to make up to his partner at home, so he needs a Weber. We, we all need Weber. a Weber. <laughs> <laughs> what about that, actually? Surely. Well, if they've got plenty of cash now as well, surely. Come on, boy. As I told you last week when you were talking about your barbecue, I, I put a flat multi together to buy a Weber, and then we moved into an apartment and I had to give the Weber away. Oh, no. That's it. Why? Because of the charcoal nature of it. Yeah, well, you can't. We don't have anywhere to... Like, we, unless we go out into like the car park, we can't really use the barbecue. See, you're living in Auckland, mate. Yeah, rat race. Weber, Weber, you like the charcoal cooking? Have you? I've got the Weber charcoal cooker, and I'll yeah. never, ever cook meat any other way. It's so good. Yeah, so gun. tasty. Low and slow. Is Low and you? slow, mate. Push, Push the coals best, off to the side. Best bit of meat that you like cooking up at home? Uh, well, I like um, a dry aged, about a 25-day dry aged mm. yep. um, ribeye. Do I sound like I know what I'm talking no. about? No. <laughs> 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 Meek clueless here we are on this uh, show. <laughs> oh, well, actually not too bad okay, on the barbecue. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I'll give you that opportunity at some stage. We'll get you up. What about, about a special Peter Tim's uh, sausage on Ooh, the yeah, Timsy? Timsy back at home, he'll be loving that. Uh, I tell you who loves a good barbecue and loves just talking some rubbish with the lads as well. He is a legend, this bloke. Absolute legend. Former England cricket player, but he's also, get this, he won the jungle. He won the jungle in the UK. He's done Dancing with the Stars or Strictly Come Dancing, I think it, over, it is over there. He's a commentator, a pundit, an expert on all things cricket, all things life. He's also a Netflix superstar in the UK, and he did a TV show with me, and I had a hell of a time with him. Welcome to the show, Phil Tufnell from the UK. Good morning, Cap. Hello, mate. How are you, Buzz? Oh, it's good to hear <laughs> that to voice. That voice. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, I've got Izzy with me. You'd love yeah, Izzy. I've had, uh, I've had, um, I've had one of those tomahawks round your house. You are a bit of a whiz on those char- charcoals, mate. I tell you, do a good steak on that. Thank you, toughers. Jeez, that's a that's great timing, isn't it? Well, we're hoping to get a bit of a free barbecue somewhere along the line, toughers. You'll appreciate that. Well, there you go. And I think we had about 15 bottles of that very nice red that you brought out as well. That was, that was gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> Between the crew, that was. Between the crew. <laughs> How's life, mate? How's things going over there now? You're a Netflix superstar as well. No, it's all good, mate. It's all good. Been down at Trembridge today. Uh, what day is it? It's the second day, I think. Yeah, second day of the session. <laughs> well, it hasn't been a great day. We got rock and roll first day, batted poorly. We keep having these, keep having these mammoth collapses, you know. And all, but they lost six weeks for about twenty runs. And then uh, sort of like it's been a bit frustrating today, uh, on and off through rain. But uh, Jimmy Anderson managed to get King Coley out first ball, so that gave us all a bit of a lift. Yeah, you fellas have only really got one better, haven't you, Joe Root? Uh, yes, yes, I make you right. <laughs> Everyone else, but Baz, there's some poor techniques knocking about. <laughs> that's now. coming so from really? that's coming from the cat. Higher score of twenty two. <laughs> I was looking orthodox when I played against some of these boys. I tell That's one of There's my favourite stories. Stuff going on. The favourite stories, the case. My my biggest disappointment in my career is I missed out on getting a, getting a hundred. I said, "Oh, how close did you get?" He said, "I got twenty two as my high score." Yeah, yeah. Just the eighty. No, no, that was that. No, the well, I keep saying eighty eight away, seventy eight away, wasn't it? Yeah, just the seventy eight away, but. Uh, but there you go. What have you been up to, mate? How's things for you? Ah, oh, we're good, mate. So we're Izzy and I are having a crack at this breakfast radio <laughs> stuff, and neither of us are qualified yeah. for it. But we're having a bit of fun. So we're in the studio today. We went out for a bit of a bit of dinner in Auckland. You enjoy enjoyed Auckland, didn't you? Bar in the Sky Tower, but you enjoyed some of the sort of establishments around here. Yeah. And we went out and found ourselves a nice nice uh, feed of oysters and, and a couple of wines and. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, no, we're lovely, good, mate. Lovely. We're good, but um, yeah. family's no, good. Well, yeah, we had a good, yeah, good, good stuff, good stuff. Well, no, I did enjoy Auckland, and I, and I loved Aussie. Listen, we had a great time, mate. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I couldn't have picked a better bloke to show me round New Zealand. It was magnificent. But I was a little bit disappointed that he kept throwing me off very high buildings <laughs> and out of every place. All I, all I said for about three weeks was, am I attacked? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was terrifying, but oh, we had a great time. And the courses we played, the golf courses were wonderful, by word. 
you know, best, best views every corner. Every corner I turned, and we just—I just had to stop and just taking the taking the vistas. It was a great time. Hey, twenty-two days with my good co-host Bears McCallum, mate. Have you got any great stories or great yarns that we are able to tell on the radio? You know what I mean. <laughs> well, what, what what about that trip? Yeah. That trip? Well, I tell you, yeah, that I tell you what was funny was that we went to where was where was the prison? We Napier. Napier. Yeah. Na- Napier, and it was a bit. It was it was quite sort of a, a, a moving sort of sort of afternoon, you know. It was a bit. It was a bit creepy, and there were some stories going on down there and everything. But um, apparently, they all kept escaping, didn't they? They, 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 all, and, they all kept. Oh, not that hard. There was a. There was. It wasn't that hard. But you shinned up the wall and was out in a flash. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been going out. Apparently, they all sort of like nipped over the wall, went down into the town, had a pint, and then all came back in the evening. I mean, it was really funny. But uh, that's true. I was very impressed with Buzzy's uh, uh, sort of climbing skills. He was up there. He was up there like a rat up a drain pipe. I <laughs> and they had a ladder. They had a ladder in the courtyard. Yeah, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> oh God, mate. The um. Izzy, Izzy's a big golfer, right? Hits the ball long off the tee, not unlike yourself, actually, yeah. Cat. But he's just got yeah, a slight yeah. issue with his wedges at the moment. We had Phil Taltering on here. He's a good, he's a professional golfer, or well, used to be, one of our best. Yeah. He couldn't help him. But I figure yeah. that you might. Yeah. Have you got any advice for yeah. to help Izzy on his wedge play? On the wedge play? <laughs> well, I'm all right with the... Oh. What are you talking about? Did you see me with my wedges? Well, mate, um, he claimed about 18 shots all the way around New Zealand and proceeded to shoot about four under par every time we played. So I guess you can help him well, out. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I had to, I had to get my trousers down on, the, on, the, on, on one of them, did I? What was that? That was at... Uh, Kinlock. Of course. Where was that? Oh, yes. Yeah. I've that never played lovely. there. Yeah, didn't make the ladies... T- Oh, beautiful, mate! Beautiful. All the courses we played were absolutely stunning. But uh, wedge play—I don't know. I, I, I'm a little bit better with the leather wedge, you know, <laughs> the old, the old shoe. Kick it, kick it kick out. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of a sudden it just comes popping out the undergrowth. You know what I mean? Well, it's just sitting but, on top uh, of the rough there. Don't, I didn't tuck that up at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, no, not so good. Not so good with the golf, but we had a great time doing it. Well, we didn't play bad, did we? We played all right. No, we played all right. We played all right. And it was a demanding yeah, schedule yeah. as well, Kat, so considering we actually we did okay. Mate, you've been following any of um, the Olympics? And what's what's uh, what's really stood out for you? Well, well, I'll tell you what stood out for me was um, I, I love sport. I love sport that I can get up at strange times uh, of the night or the day and there's a bit of sport on, you know what I mean? I love it when the Football World Cup's on and you, it's in the afternoon and you sort of get invested in a couple of teams that you don't really follow and it sort of draws you in. And um, it was um, our, our, the 13-year-old skateboarder, 13. 13-year-old um, skateboarder yeah. from us, uh, yes, and got a, got a bronze. But then the girl who beat her in the silver place was 12. <laughs> she was 12. <laughs> As you luck, you're standing on the podium sort of going, listen, I'm only 13 and I've got a bronze. There's a 12-year-old. Maybe she's over the hill. She's got silver. Well, it's absolutely. Where do you go from there? Wow, <laughs> I mean, amazing. And um, 
I was just what was I just watching now? I was just watching it now. So that someone else has won something. There was sixteen. It's it, it's it's an Olympics for the kids this year. It just makes me feel a bit old. But uh, I like watching all the strange sports. Yeah, BMX was good. Yeah. We did well in the BMX. I watched that at about I don't know four thirty in the morning. I just come in or something. I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> on and sort of <laughs> and was having a look, having a look at the BMX. I was more of a chop, chopper man myself. You know what I mean? I had the old one with the big cow. Handlebars, but, uh, the, the BMX was pretty good as well, so I've been loving that. It's been cool. Oh, mate, you're an absolute laugh. I love it. Hey, what are you? What? Oh, I just want to keep going. We'll, we'll keep you on for the whole two hours, won't we? Hey, I just want to talk to you, mate. This current and um, this current Black Caps team. What's your take on them at the, at the moment? Well, well, played superbly. Well, absolutely walloped us. Um, before the, the Test Championship and played out of their skin at the Test Championship. Um, just a lot of experienced guys there, uh, you know, mixed with a little bit of youth as well, all know their roles, all know what they're doing. You know, no no sort of real flashy superstars, let's say. Perhaps I might be a bit wrong there, but just well led by... Uh, Williamson, you know, the bowling unit in English conditions. Destroyed India, really. You know, thoroughly deserved it. There was a lot of weather about. I was doing the commentary on it. There was a bit of weather about and still had the time to get the job done, so it was thoroughly deserved. Uh, yeah, top, top side, top fellas as well. Um, and uh, and doing the business. No, you should be very proud of them. They, uh, they did really, really well. Yeah, absolutely. Toughest. Mate, what about the um, what about the hundred? You're covering the hundred over there too. How's that been going? Yes. Well it's good. It's all right. We've had fantastic crowds. Uh, you know, you get off early as well, so it doesn't go on for too long, you know what I mean? So you're all down the pub, you know what I mean, after a couple of hours, which is great. But um no, it, it it's gone down really well. There's been great crowds. Um it's it's sort of aligned with the women's game as well. I think it's gonna be great for the women's uh, cricketers and, and the women's game, full houses. Um, you know, there's this there's this new sort of demographic of people. You know, making cricket accessible to everyone. Uh, so there's been a lot of sort of you know young faces there, families coming along and enjoying themselves as well. Uh, it's had its it's, it's had its critics. You know, uh, I, I won't lie. Um, but uh, I think they're slowly coming round to it. City-based is great as well. Mm. You know, it, it's great to have that sort of franchise. You know, the, you know the, the, the Oval Invincibles. You know, and the Manchester Originals. I must admit that the names are a bit of a mouthful, and, and uh, you know, taking a bit of time to get used to. But I think it's going down well, um, and I think it's here to stay. You know. Uh, but I'm just going to go left field here again because I love it when you go left field. You, you bring out some great chat. Reality TV. What yeah. sh- what show <laughs> could you picture Baz McCallum appearing on and pretty much doing pretty well like yourself, winning an event, winning a, a reality well, show? Well, yeah. Well, listen. I, I, I was with Baz. How long did we do that show round your twenty three days? Weeks, wasn't it? Twenty three yeah, days. Yeah. I reckon I reckon you've got to get him in the jungle, you know. I reckon you've got to get him in the jungle. I think that would be great, you know what I mean? And I think that our sportsmen have a little bit of a, an advantage, really, because we play sort of team games, you know, and we used to sit about doing nothing in dressing rooms, <laughs> you know, and things like, you know. So we know how to sort of, like, you know, pick people up and sort of when people are feeling a bit down and everything. So 
you know, I just I wish Baz had been my captain. You know, you know, I never particularly got on with my captains when I played cricket. You know, I mean, I don't I don't think they particularly sort of got my got my way of thinking. You know what I mean? But, uh, I would have loved to. I'd love to old Baz to be my captain because I think he might have got the best out of me. So I think, and plus, I'd like to see him eat a witchy grub or or, oh. or a sort of a, 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 a bull's penis or something. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, there's so many, there's so many nice words there, and then you just threw that one in there at the end. Puffers. Oh, ouch! No, go on, get yourself in that jungle, Buzz. You'd win it. You'd win it hands down, mate. Oh, tell me, mate, before we're going to have to let you go at some stage. Otherwise, we're going to have to put you on the books, and I know how expensive you are. So, <laughs> so but, but um, the, the did you manage to watch any three x three basketball <laughs> at the Olympics? Did you see oh, any what, of that? Three three? Yeah. Yes, I, I, I caught a little bit of that. I, listen, I think it's quite, it's a bit like the 100. You're talking about the 100, you know. Um, I think that, you know, these the, the, these sports evolve. They evolve as you go, don't they? You know what I mean? So, as you say, BMX, skateboarding and the climbing wall and the three and three basketball. You know, these are what kids out there and people out there are now into. You know, they... You know, back in the day, you know, there was, I don't know, you know, you know, climbing up a rope or something or club swinging and things. So so I think that it's a sign of the times like the 100. And, and, and you know, I, I'm embracing it. I like seeing the new sports. I think you've got to keep the tradition, obviously, you know, with the 100 and all this kind of stuff, the blue ribbon kind of events. But, yeah, no, I'm all up for a little bit of change, but, you know what I mean? I don't mind it. I quite enjoy it. Good, man, because I'm, I'm running a bit of a campaign to franchise 3x3 basketball around the world, and you would be... Right in line to be CEO of one of the top teams, I think. Cat, absolutely, mate. I'm your man. I'm your <laughs> man. You know what I mean? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be the water boy, and I'm the, I'm the singlet. <laughs> mate, absolute <laughs> champion. Thank you so much for joining us on Unbelievable. Breakfast as well, Tuffers. All the, uh, all the best, mate. And love to the Duchess, and hope everything is good over your way. Yeah, love to all. Lovely to speak to you, mate. And uh, go well, everyone. Stay safe. Take care. Thank good you, man. Tuffers. Thank you. Wow, what a legend, mate. Oh. We'll talk about him in a minute. We'll get off and pay some bills, but it is 20 past seven in the morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast, and that was Phil Tufnell. What a legend. 25 minutes past seven. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast for the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Phil Tufnell, that is just one of the best chats I've ever heard on radio, to be honest. 0800 150 on the Kennard's Hire phone line. Did you know Tufflers was like that? Double eight, double three. Give us a text and let us know. Remember, you could win that $10,000 temper bed for the text of the month, and the text of the week will come up later in the show. Baz, that's a guy you know pretty well because, well, unless he's just like that with everybody, that was insane. Oh, he's a real laugh, isn't he? Like, just, he's a funny guy. You know how some people just have that ability to just make you laugh and smile? That's tough. As, uh, Phil Tuffner, obviously played in uh, cricket for England for a long time, left arm uh, spinner. Um, left arm orthodox, shall I say. Absolute champion of a bloke. Post his cricket career, he's been involved in the media. He, he's, he was on Question of Sport, which is huge in the UK, which is now finished, but he was one of the captains on that for a long time. He won the jungle over there, which was a ginormous um, uh, TV show, um, reality TV show. And then he was on Strictly Come Dancing as well. Did quite well on that, actually. Doesn't mind a little jive as... Mm. as um, Beaver would, would say. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And yeah, he's just one of those guys who, you know, I got the pleasure. To, I knew him beforehand, before we filmed our TV show, but like within three weeks, I felt like he was like a really, really close mate. And we're completely different types of people and come from different walks of life and, and we, we are different personalities, but we gelled really, really well. And yeah, the TV show was awesome, actually. It was called This Could Go Anywhere and it literally went anywhere. Like We didn't know what was going to happen each day and we did some really cool things and it is actually on Netflix over in the UK now, which some of social media accounts just get smashed with people saying how much they enjoyed the show and that, which is cool. And it was all down to, to toughers, really. But in behind all of that larrick and jokey stuff is a very intelligent and and um, quite a loving kind of character as well. Yep. And, and he's very um, clued up about the game of cricket and, and many, many things. He's actually got an encyclopedia of knowledge up in his in his head as well, which is remarkable with when you consider what else he's put in that head. So he's, he's a great man and we do really appreciate him coming on. As I think you were just stitches of laughter. Oh, I was so, so impressed with Tough. Is that, I've never heard him speak ever before and um, I had an opportunity actually to come play a round of golf with you guys uh, when you right. travel around New Zealand and booked us um, at, no <laughs> just just clashed with a few dates I was actually still trying to play rugby back then so still hanging on to the dream um, but well, man I wish I had a good seven hours on that golf course with you lads just chewing the fat he sounds like an absolute champion of a man and just the his voice, he draws you in, mate, with his voice and his his tones and, and the way he portrays stories. It's just an unbelievable. I can't wait. Hopefully he gets an opportunity to come over Bears and we have that that tomahawk steak at your house one day. Oh, that'll be nice when it cook, cooked on the Weber. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Why is he called the cat? He's called the cat because uh, he sleeps a lot. That's what he tells me, but I'm sure there's uh, many other... Variations on, on I that thought you were calling him the cat because he only got 22 when he batted. He's a bit of a bit of a you know what I mean? No, no, no. When he that was a funny story, too. Honestly, when he said, Oh, so my biggest disappointment in my career was I didn't get 100. I was like, Oh, how close did you get? He said, I fell 88. No, he said, I got 22, I fell 88 short, and I went. 88 and 22 equals 110, cat. He's like, oh, does it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just got that infectious laughter, you know. Oh, uh, He was a beauty. But anyway, that was great. It was, it was pretty cool to be able to get. We've had some amazing guests in the three weeks we've been on us, and he's just another one who, uh, who we can go through our contact list and get a hold of some absolute legends from the time that we've had with them and you've got another one coming up a little bit later yeah, on. Yeah, we've got well. Dane Coles coming up a bit later on today. So if you've got any questions for the great man Colsey, uh looking forward to chatting to him just after eight. Uh also gonna dive into some Bledisloe Cup analysis and what I think is gonna happen at about seven forty this morning. So listen up. It's gonna be great chat. I'm looking forward to that too, is because I think your view on the game, your tactical read on the game of rugby, just listening to you talking through situations and that I think everyone's going to find quite fascinating and hopefully you can script a little bit of what or forecast a little bit of what's going to unfold well, in the Bledisloe. Hopefully. I'm just punching it in here, here. I haven't been in the environment, but if I was playing, I've checked the weather and I've kind of che- checked what kind of team Australia are bringing. This is the kind of game plan I'd go into the game with. There you go. That's good. A little bit of studying behind the maverick that is Izzy Dag. <laughs> How good. Right, we're just coming up to 7.30 in the morning on the Friday. Friday in the big smoke for Izzy and Baz. And we're going to go and catch up with Trudy for the news. And thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand.
It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. from 8 on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Izzy's taking the light off the roof, but that's fair enough because it's Friday on Baz and Izzy for breakfast as we wind up into the weekend. What a show it's been so far, 90 minutes through. Let's hit the reset button and go again. Lads, I want to give a bit of a shout-out to Nick Willis, of all people. Nick Willis, who, this is his fourth Olympics. He actually, I think he... he, he Finished tenth, so he didn't make the final. But he ran three minutes thirty-five forty-one for his fifteen hundred meters, and no one's ever made four consecutive Olympic fifteen hundred meter finals. So he was up against it, and afterwards he said, "Don't do this, guys. It's exhausting. I feel terrible now." So he's human. <laughs> he's one hundred percent human. I actually got the privilege to watch Nick Willis when he was training in Hawkes Bay at the, at the athletics track there, and just when they're just running around the you know, the track, they are sprinting. That whole time. When you watch them on TV, it doesn't really no. portray how fast they're actually going. And they are sprinting for three laps. No, what is it? Four laps. But just about four laps. So and unbelievable. You, you can do it on the treadmill, right? So you can t- you can put your the speed on the treadmill to what they run, and you can see how long you can hang on. And it's about 30 seconds, if you're lucky. Mm. Why would you do that? No, he just said outrageous. it. He said don't. <laughs> so we're don't not. do it. <laughs> yeah. He's good at it. Yeah. Like, really good. And he's saying don't do it. So I'm going to take his advice. Oh, mate, we used to do actually a fitness test back in the day. It's called the MFITS. And we used to do like uh, 400 and then 800. And then I think he did a 1500 and then did a 3K Oof. after each other. And then you get a rest in between. It is horrendous. Oh, so, in a row. Yeah, yeah. So you, you measure your time. It just measures how far you drop off each. Yeah, it's terrible they don't do it anymore they just do the traditional bronco but that was back in the early days and it was terrible so how does a bronco work so bronco you head out to so you run out to the 22 and back 40 meters back 60 meters and back and you do that five times and then that oh. just measures so it, it, under five minutes is usually pretty good so Bowden barrett i think he ran 415 which oh. is rapid what? so if you're out there kids give this or, or anyone out there give us a go um 22 back, 40 metres back, 60 metres back, and send in your times because... Five times. Five times. Do that five times. My best was 4.42, I think it was. Oh, so that's a good pace too. That's, that's great. That was, that was 10, 10 kilos ago, so... Who who was the fittest All Black in your time? I mean, they always used to say that Andy Ellis used to go really well at the pre-season Crusader training. Yeah, Andy Ellis was right up there. He had just one one pace Andy all the halfbacks mate they're fit they've got to get to every breakdown so they're usually leading the way so any halfback um, Bodie Bodie's unbelievable mate you watch him mm. at, at all the uh, pre-season um, testing for the All Blacks he turns up in great shape and just sprints the whole time so you're telling me the Fords get it under five yeah, minutes as well yeah, on the Broncos yeah you look at a couple of these props so uh, who was it uh, White Crocker a guy like White Crocker yeah. he'd run like 450 <laughs> He's a and he was a big man, big prop, and like, like I'm only timber to shift, isn't it? I'm only just beating Crocky, and you imagine what that does for the mindset. You're starting to think <laughs> I'm an outside back here. Yeah, he, didn't, in... he didn't have your goose step though. <laughs> uh, Crocky, we got to give it off, give it up to Crocky, mate. He was probably the most skillful forwards going around, mate. You should have seen him, and there's actually a great story with him and touch back in the day. So. Yeah, what I'll is it? Uh, he was playing touch with Willie Hines, and uh, <laughs> he's so competitive. But yeah, Crocky's out there doing a little gooey, and then him and Willie Hines just <laughs> him and Willie Hines just get into this absolute tussle on the field and just full noise mid training and the Crusaders. So he's a he's a competitive man. 
And um, Willie's picked a he's picked a big boy. Willie's an angry halfback. They're all angry. What is it about halfbacks and their angriness? Normally, I want to know. It's normally height related, isn't it? I don't know. Like any halfbacks out there, give us a text. Why are you so competitive and why are you so angry? Well, another competitive man is going to be on the show soon. That's Dane Coles, and you've got a couple of stories about him, which I hope you share as well. Oh, I'll have to ask him before we go on here if I could share that one. But no, I've got it in my intro, so I am going to share it. Yeah, outstanding is. I love your stories. They just come out and they're so vibrant as well. Anyway, it is uh, twenty-five minutes to eight on Friday. And you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. You know what this means. It's game time. Giving me goosebumps. Running out to that full packed Eden Park. Doesn't get any better than that. And sad day, 7.30, All Blacks v Wallabies, Splitterslow Cup 1. It is so good. I'm glad it's here. I'm pumped. And this is how Daggy thinks the game's going to play out. Well, the weather says it's going to be reasonably wet with gusts of wind. So what does this mean? To, what does this do to the mindset? And who does this favour? This favours the All Blacks for me. This is how I think it'll play out. Smith, Moanga, McKenzie will have a big, big influence in this game. Exits, look for Smith to box kick. Contestables with Reese and Yuani putting pressure on the young outsides Australia have picked. General play, McKenzie on one side, Moanga on the other side, plugging corners, making it a contestable. Why? Three reasons. One, create a turnover from a knock-on and go to a set-piece tick. Metallic white clock, white lock, geniuses in the line out, rolling more, special play. Two, scrum attack, Savier off the back, then Moanga, and the list goes on. Endless weapons to see if the training set piece moves come off. And three, well, every kid in New Zealand knows this one. Unstructured play, that ability to tack from anywhere. Kick tennis opportunities, they're going to kick it long, put pressure on the Wallabies down in their own end zone. Wallaby's going to kick it back. And this is when Moonga, McKenzie, Reese, Yuani, with a little bit of Brown Havili making their way back to counter-attack, are going to rip the Wallabies to shreds. That is how I think they're going to play it out. I think it's going to be a bit more of a kicking game. They're going to put a ton of pressure. They won't play too much with the weather. And they will put ounces and ounces of pressure on the Wallabies. So for me, that's how I see it's going to play out, boys. Chills, my man. Chills. How's about that? Oh, that's what we're talking about, eh? Behind all the flair and the the dancing and the rapping and the laughing, there is a very, very astute rugby mind in there. Izzy, that's pretty cool, mate, just to hear. You know, someone who's so close to the environment, who's been there and done it on the eve of Bledisloe Cup, to sort of just pass on some of those thoughts is is pretty cool and it makes total sense as well set pieces we're going to dominate because of the the likes of um white lock and and um and the guzzler the guzzler yeah and then then also i guess the link men with smith and moanga and then the unstructured nature of our of our back line as well it, it does read 
disaster really for the Wallabies if if they allow the All Blacks to play that style. Right? I, I just hope I hope that they go back to what they traditionally done. Like people out there will obviously think, oh, we don't want them to to kick too much, and and that's that is a case sometimes when when teams go out there. But for me, I feel like we've played too much in our own half. We haven't earned the right to to go wide. We haven't we haven't set them up to attack. So what does kicking allow? It allows defences to readjust what they do. They put more numbers back, so that creates opportunities on the on the edges to get the ball wide. So you've got to earn that right. And I feel like with Aaron Smith at nine, and his ability to box kick, he is one of the greatest nines in the world to, to put his kick on the money and allow that contestable. So you're not kicking for touch though, are you? You're kicking to keep it in the tram lines and then put the pressure on. On the Wallabies. Yeah, you're still playing that high-paced game. You're keeping the ball in play. We're not kicking it out to go to, go to a line If we do go to a line look, that's a bonus for us with Retallick and Whitelock. Our defensive def- defensive line-out is probably the best in going around uh, at the moment with, with those two guys here. So, no, we're not kicking to, to relieve pressure. We're kicking to... to to make pressure we're, we're, we're giving the ball to them we're not giving it them we want to make it a contestable so we do mm. put pressure and what that needs is you need Yuani and you need Reese to go up put pressure on that catcher make it an actual contestable so it's a 50-50 chance mm. of getting the ball back or creating a knock on if we get a knock on we get a scrum piece set piece uh, move which like I said we, those special plays are, are where the All Blacks um, that's their bread and butter Alright so that's, that's the All Blacks how can the Wallabies find an ability to get into the game then? How well, can they upset the All Blacks? Well, I just look back to last year, that first test in Wellington, um, where they actually pushed the, the All Blacks to the bar- uh, to the wire, 18 all. Reese Hodge had a kick to win in the end. In that game, it was wet as well. Mm. And I thought their skill sets in that game was very, very good. Their ability to play fast. Obviously, had James O'Connor playing 10. Um, Nick White was at 9. So uh, those two connections are very, very good. Um this one they got Noel Lolosil playing ten, a young first five foot. So and, and when they troubled the All Blacks last year, they played it with speed. They played fast. They didn't give the All Blacks time to set. Every time they got the ball, they got behind the advantage line. So the All Blacks kept going backwards. So for me, it's the same as, as the All Blacks. They got to keep the ball. They got to retain the possession, and they got to keep the pressure on. Keep the pressure on. Keep the All Blacks going backwards, so they can't get their line set, uh, line set. And the guys like Retallick. Uh, you know, Akira Yuani can't shoot out and put on those hard tackles. So they need to play quick and unstructured as well. So no no kicking from the Wallabies? No kicking. You can't. They, they, they don't want to kick. You don't want to kick to to guys like um, you know, Dave McKenzie, Sever Reese. They ain't going to give the All Blacks. The only way you're going to beat the All Blacks is having ball in hand and putting pressure on the All Blacks. And you saw with, you know, England in the World Cup, they held onto the ball and they built so much pressure and they didn't give the All Blacks time to set and every team that's beaten the All Blacks has been um, playing quick, unstructured mm. and keeping the ball fast so it's not giving them time to set Okay, score prediction Score prediction, I think the Wallabies will be in it for for at least 30 minutes but I think towards the end it will blow out so I'm thinking a 38-20 38-20 38, 20. 38 20. Yeah. No, that's probably too much actually 30-20 to 30-20 with the weather conditions Okay, and standout players for the ABs. Who who are we looking for uh, to I really? Think, the best, not, who's going to get man of the match? Is what I'm asking. I reckon Brody Retallick. I think Brody Retallick's due for one. He's been in the country for for a while now. He's been in the environment. I think his body will be back to to its best. He's had some great matches against the Fijians as well. Um, I think he's going to come out and have an absolute blind. I know how much the Bledisloe Cup means to him personally, and we all know how much it means to us. So for me, I think Brody Retallick's going to have an absolute blinder. All right, keep 
Benaya for Izzy's little crystal ball in the weekend, 38-20. D-A-B. Amazing insight there, Izzy. 0800-150-811 on the Kennards Hire phone line. Double eight, double three. Izzy, does he have it bang on? And it is time for our Choices Flooring weekend poll. Choices Flooring's room view is the perfect decorating visualiser. The poll is up, and it says... Choices Flooring Weekend Poll Time. One for our 1170 SEN, 1116 SEN friends across the ditch. All Blacks 12 and under, All Blacks 13 plus all day. You have your say on Twitter. We'll come back with the results later in the show. Five minutes away till we get Trudy with the news again to bring a bit of sanity back, although not much more could be... Oh, wow, just Izzy Dag projecting the absolute goodness that'll be the Bledisloe Cup encounter tomorrow. With the Bledisloe Cup in Perth not possible, the caller of the month will win an All Blacks experience, though, and that's by just being part of SENZ on 0800 150 Eight eleven. All thanks to Ballpark Entertainment. And if you want to send us a text, which we've got some nice ones here on double eight double three, the winner of the text of the month will win a ten thousand dollar temper bed. It's a queen size. It's lovely. We can attest to that because Baz has been sleeping like a cat. Feel tough, Neil. And also, the text of the week wins a temper pillow, which we will give away in the next hour. But while it's all been giggles and insight here, there's actually been some breaking news happening in the real world. Yeah, there has. Lionel Messi, eh? He is out of Barcelona. Um, so from what I can understand, both parties were keen. They they had signed a deal or agreed on a deal, and then the league has pretty much come in and said, this can't go on. So now, after 600 and something goals for Barcelona, Lionel Messi is on his way to a different team, which is huge news, really, in the footballing world. And you add to it also... It's a big day in the footballing world. You add to it, Jack Grealish, is that how you say it, mm. his name? Yeah. He's signed with Man City on a six-year deal as well for somewhere roughly around about $100 million. <laughs> $100 million quid. Crazy, isn't that? $350,000 a week. Okay, not bad. Anyway, I've got a, got a quote here. Uh, despite Up there club, your wage, mate. <laughs> whatever, $350. Despite <laughs> club and player reaching an agreement and their clear intention to sign a new contract today. This cannot happen because of financial and structural obstacles. It blames Spanish league regulations for not allowing the club to sign a, con- a new contract with the player. His previous one had ended on June 11. So, yep, the, cl- the sport... Um, the league's come in and just said, look, he's too expensive. Send him over to Man City. they got plenty. <laughs> Where is he going to go? Is he going to go to Man City? Oh, they can't go to Man City, surely. Well, the re- reality is they've been in talks with him before, and I, I'm pretty much assuming they'd probably be the only one to afford him or Real Madrid or, yeah, Real Madrid would probably be the only one, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know, actually. He That's... couldn't go to Real Madrid, could he? Tell us, double eight, double Wally? three. What about the Phoenix? Oh, he's off to the <laughs> Phoenix. Phoenix. Lionel Messi for the Phoenix. <laughs> you beauty. Imagine that. Oh, how good would that be? Give us a text, though. Let us know where you think Lionel Messi's going to go, because we don't know. So you tell us. Double eight, double three on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We've got Dane Coles coming up very soon. I'm looking forward to this chat. You are up and about today, Izzy, like a test match morning or eve. Test match eve. Oh, that's great, man. I was, I was having a few... Uh, think about it yesterday and especially when that song came on I was thinking about the, the what's going through the players minds and I, it took me back to when I was playing in, in, in the All Blacks and game day and that that feeling that you never ever go away and it you know you're constantly thinking about the day and you know you're excited you keep dreaming to that special moment sitting in the change room staring at your All Blacks jersey 
looking and kissing that fern on the left uh, left side of the jersey, knowing that all the work that has been done, I've left no door um, no doors unclosed. The time is here. You put that jersey on, you feel invincible. Nothing can stop. Nothing's going to get in the way in that moment. That's the moment you've waited your whole life for, to run out to a packed house at a no better place than Eden Park. Man, it's given me absolute goosebumps thinking about it. That moment when you run out to Eden Park wearing that black jersey, it's a special, special moment. I can't wait till Saturday night when I see the lads go out and go up against our great foes, our great neighbours, the Wallabies. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I wrote that yesterday, so hopefully (laughs) hopefully I portrayed it really well. But, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm pumped. Yeah, I was just letting that breathe. I was just letting it sink in a little bit. That was awesome, man. Mm, that's a. Do you ever kiss your helmet, Baz, when you went out to walk? When went out to bat? Um, I don't think so, but I can't really recall. Uh, no, I don't think so. But I do appreciate this. Do you, do you pump up the chest, or you you give the fern a little tap, or anything like that? Special? No, no, not really. I just kind of. I still I have those feelings inside, but I sort of yeah kind of just hold on to them a little bit. But I appreciate those sentiments from you, mate. That was awesome. And how good is Test Match Eve of the Bledisloe Cup? Izzy Dag, absolute genius. We're just before eight. That means it is time for a cafe for us, and it means that Trudy is here with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Kia and good morning. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ and it is just after 8 o'clock in the morning on a Friday. Baz and Izzy are in the big smoke on a Friday and we have one hour left and it's going to be a good hour because we have <laughs> we have Dane Coles coming up very soon. Izzy is up and about because it is Test Match Eve, Bledisloe Cup. A couple of texts come through. Here's one. Check this one out. Text, by the way, is double eight double three. This man knows it very well. His name's Angus. Now, Angus is Ian Smith's son. Mm-hmm. And he said, the old man's multi starting to take flight. Think the Cowboys in studio, I'm guessing that's us, is, <laughs> should be taking a bit of notice. How about that trial from on the bubbles, by the way? Angus. Gussie, come Ang- on. Mate, we're, we're fending off your old man's banter. Now we don't need yours as well. <laughs> Crikey. He is sticking up for his old man. Fair, fair, <laughs> fair play. And I think he's still at home, Angus, so he probably has to stick up for his old man. I was get booted out, wouldn't he? Well, we can actually see Smitty's studio. We've got a camera directly into the studio, and the lights are out yeah. in Smitty's studio. Yeah. So I wonder if Turk's got a little touch-up <laughs> last night. <laughs> I do want to know what Smitty's multi was, though. Louis frantically trying to I chase it down. Know, I don't even know if they publicise it anymore because it wasn't winning. I think they stopped posting it. Oh, careful. We don't poke the bear. We've got him on good terms at the moment. Yeah, yeah he's The Dwayne. Do we? Well, it feels like we're on good oh, terms. Right. I think That's... Izzy's on good terms. <laughs> I'm not... I think Smitty likes to just give me a bit of grief. But anyway, that's okay. We've got another couple of texts here as well in relation to Izzy's... Um, what do we call it? Your just insights. Insights. Yeah, a little... Masterclass. Let's ah, call it a masterclass. Yeah. That was fire, but I hope Louis managed to stay awake through that mucker. <laughs> <That's>... Louis, <laughs> did you stay awake through that? Uh, Mate, I was I was hanging on to every word, <laughs> drinking it in, unlike my racing chat yesterday, which you just dozed <laughs> off for. <laughs> oh, I'm back, mate. This hour, I'm bringing it home. Honestly, I can't I can't let that ever happen again. You've had your cafe and you're up and about now. There's another one here as well from No Name. Sorry, but it's Love Tuffers on Busy Radio. Busy, I guess that's bad. Yes, nice. Okay, we'll go with that. Nice one, guys. 
Angie. Uh, oh, it was from Angie. Sorry, Baz. Who was best and worst English bloke you played against for sledging? Um, the English boys didn't really sledge, to be honest. They're good crack. Kevin um, Peterson, surely. Nah, KP was good. Well, he's going to come on our show at some stage Beautiful. too, which is, he's is a good. good. He is a good man. He's quite polarizing, old KP, but he's a good man. And what I love about him, he's strong with his opinions. You know, you don't have to agree with his opinions, mm. but he's strong enough to to put his opinions out there and and let them sit. But I'd say the the best guy I played against from the English side, he happens to actually be Irish, but he's the English captain is Owen Morgan. I was MC at his wedding actually. Um, and we're very good friends, and, and we've spent a lot of time together. So he's an absolute ripper of a bloke. You would enjoy him, is. He enjoys a bit of a punt, enjoys golf. How'd you enjoy the MC? Uh, oh, I was actually a bit nervous because yeah. we flew all the way over to the UK and got there. Listen, I got there uh, two days before the wedding, and then so we sort of got through that period of jet lag and then had to smash it out, and it was it was obviously a big wedding, and it was really... You know, there's a lot of emotion attached to it when it's your good friend, right? So... Yeah, but we got through it. Didn't didn't mess up too many things, thankfully. But um, yeah, no, it was good. It was fun actually. Not that I remember a whole lot of it. Anyway, Smitty's multi quickly. League One NRL Knights to beat the Broncos dollar twenty seven. Did they play last night? Did they? Well, if if this multi got up, ours didn't. <laughs> League Two <laughs> Olympic basketball France to beat Slovenia two dollars oh seven. Maybe that's why Angus has said it because ours is gone. So what? Broncos lost the Knights. No, must have. We should know that. We're sort of yeah, well, I just didn't sports radio. Anyway, yes. anyway, they did. Uh, there's me. Bad. My bad boys. <laughs> My bad boys. <laughs> I told you I love an odds, and I went for the odds. And the Broncos were, were coming back. Anyway, let's move on. Let's so move Angus on. was calling you a cowboy then. <laughs> Although he said it was plural. He said cowboys. Mm. So that's clearly... You and Louis. In oh. <laughs> <laughs> the last leg of Smitty's multi was women's football. USA to beat Australia. Leg determined at 90 minutes, $1.65. Those odds are $4.33 for the three-leg multi, so he's still alive. Oh, man. Well, it's my pleasure to welcome on the grub of all grubs. <laughs> the only man to have ever had a full noise argument with the waterboy slash coach of the Wallabies. Colsey. How are you, Colsey, and how's the body, brother? <laughs> uh, cheers, Digger. What a great intro. <laughs> <laughs> the grub, that's a bit tough. No, no, you wear your heart on your sleeve, mate. I love how you play. But how, how are you, bud? Uh, how's, the, how's the body holding up, and, and how's this week been? Yeah, the carcass is good. Um, you know, in the mix this week, so back in action. and Yeah, it's been a good week. Bit of an edge, obviously, with always playing Aussie, and um, getting the first bleed underway, so yeah, uh, boys looking forward to it. Hey mate, uh, what are you expecting from this Wallaby side after you know seeing what what they delivered against the French? You think they're coming over to give it a good crack? Yeah, well you know what they're like. They're mm. pretty. They're always confident. Um, considering they haven't yeah had a success with the bleeders, but they they always go pretty hard. And I think with Noah, the new first, the new ten, more of a attacking game this year. And um, yeah, so it'll be interesting, mate. Um, yeah, we've done a bit of reviewing on that, but um, I suppose Brazil Cup's always different, and there's always something they always play um, on game day. Oh, mate, you've sounded like you just woken up, so sorry about that. I know you're away <laughs> from the kids, and uh, you're very, very sleepy. I thought 8:05 would be a good time for you, but obviously not. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you about <laughs> what ask you about Aaron Smith, mate. Pretty special moment for him playing 100 Test matches on Saturday. What, what's your take on on the good man, Nug? Yeah, mate, bloody stoked for Nug. 
like I played against Nugget in 2004 in schools, and then we played Maldives in 2010. So we've, um, you know, we go way back. I think it's just still the person he's become. He's had a bit of a journey, but mm. I think the last couple of years he's just his um just so dedicated. He's real relentless in his preparation and keeps the boys honest, gives it to the forwards, um, speaks up, but um, he's a guy that you want to follow and um, yeah, just stoked for him, bro. Hopefully we can go out and do a job for him and, and that'll be a proud day for him and his family. Nice. Izzy just gave us a master class and, and projected what uh, what's going to happen this weekend. He called 38-20 to the ABs and he also talked about how um, how you guys, if you play the structured style of footy, um, you'll you'll be quite dominant. But he's also said that if there's a bit of broken play, then that's when the ABs really come into their own. Is there a better hooker for broken play than Dane Coles? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cody Taylor doesn't go too bad. Uh, one-two punch, I reckon. But, um, yeah, hopefully we can open them up. But they're, they're pretty good in open play too, mate. Like they'll, be, they'll be right up for it, as they always are. But... Um, yeah, I think when we play a little bit of off structure and just play what we see, we're a, we're a pretty good side. And um, yeah, it's all good saying that. It's it's, we've just got to execute it on the field and um, give a good crack and see how we go. Speaking of give, giving it a good crack, you seem to have quite a good reputation as well, Colsey, for uh, for getting in the contest. <laughs> shall we say? Is that just a deeply a deeply rooted competitive streak? Yeah, I think it is. Um, I'll be trying to work, it, work on it my whole rugby career, so I'm still <laughs> still trying to um, make it sure it's all good. But um, I suppose these days, mate, you can't do too much. Like I put put my elbow on someone's head and I've got a yellow card. So <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you're unlucky. It's, uh, yeah. It's different, it's different now with all the, you know, the, the riffing and that. So I think you could use a bit of words and a bit of emotion, but... I suppose your actions and little off the ball stuff might um, might cost you, and I don't want I don't want to do that at this level, mate, because um, we're getting a bit of trouble. Uh, another grub, Rug, Retallic. He'll take a bit of heat off you <laughs> coming back in, mate. So if we yeah. give you another opportunity to get away with a few, yeah, guys, I'm sure he'll be leading the charge. Nah, it's good to have him back too. I think the first training he bloody ragdolled Nug, and <laughs> Nug was straight in the red. So yes. <laughs> Gazley hasn't skipped a beat, but yeah, I think it's his presence, bro. He's, he's a world-class player and he's a, he's a great leader in our team and, yeah, it's, it's good to have him back. Hey, without, obviously, we're just about to wrap up, without giving too much away, I know you weren't, weren't going to give the game plan away, but what are we hoping to see come Saturday from the All Blacks? Oh, I think a bit of running rugby, bro. Like you said, a bit of unstructured stuff. Mm. Um, obviously, we're going for plan, but I think we play what we see. I think we're a pretty, we're a pretty good side. Um, but I think the big thing, like the last couple of years, our physicality's been pretty poor in that first game. Yeah. We've always had to, uh, you know, have a big, um, on the review and, and say, you know, the physicality's the most important thing. So if we get that right with the forwards, but in intent, I think our game will flow. But yeah, it's always a, it's always a battle against the Aussies, especially the first bleed. Oh, awesome, mate. Hey, thanks so much for, for taking the time out. You can go back to sleep now and uh, recover <laughs> for captain's run, which is pretty much a captain's walk. So, anyway, enjoy the rest of the day, mate. And uh, go well on Saturday. I can't wait till you get on and uh, rip in, but... Awesome, awesome. Well, there you go, Baz. It's cosy. So, the captain's run is actually a captain's walk. Pretty much. You, you, you know, it's light work. It's just a light jog, really. You don't want to... 
Well, especially for the outside backs, you know, the boys. You, we were speaking about hammies the other day. You don't want to go out there and you haven't kind of warmed up fully to, to sprint 100 kilometres an hour. So you're just cruising. You're going through your game plans. Um, you go through the hucker, the watch, which hucker you're going to use on oh, the yeah. day. And for me, I'm hoping they're, they're bringing out a couple of pungle. They haven't used it yet. Yeah. What about the goal kickers and that? Do they go through? Yeah, goal kickers will kick goals. And then a lot of the, you know, wannabe goal kickers like the props <laughs> actually get out there and start kicking some goals. It's actually great fun. And then the trainer comes over and, comes over and says, what are you doing, you idiot? Go away. And, yeah, it's good crack. Yeah, who's, goal the, who's the best forward you played with in terms of goal kicking? Best forward that I've played with in terms of goal Anyone kicking. Anyone stand out? Uh, look, this this one's pretty deceiving, but a guy like Benny Tamifuna, he plays for Tonga now, but right. he was in the All Blacks environment, didn't get a cap, but he could absolutely belt it from all, all parts of the area, so all areas of the park, I should say. Um, someone like Benny Tamifuna, he comes to my mind straight off the bat. And uh, the goal kicking, do the, is it... Pretty much straight out to the fifty and just trying to oh, trying to slide. Hundred percent, you know the, the the smart ones will go straight in front. That's your bread and butter. But we're straight out to the sidelines. You know the hero kind of kicks. That's, <laughs> that's what we love. No one knows a guy right in the front. They want to get it from the sideline. You just jog back and you know give the old foot a little twirl on the way back through. Jonathan Thurston, eh? A bunch of one of his JTs out there. I see Severy Reese. He actually goes pretty good off the TA. He puts his foot <sighs> through it. Yeah, we don't want that. He's outside backs, all glory. They, yeah. they think they can do everything. So, yeah, that, that's how we roll. Fair enough. Well, I'll tell you how we roll, and that's with this man, Paul Moate, for the TAB. It's time for our live TAB update. Bet live on your favourite sports with the TAB app. Today we're talking some code, Paul, and actually the NPC starts this weekend as well, doesn't it? It snuck up on us, hasn't it? It's, with everything else that's going on, all of a sudden here's the NPC, and it's fantastic to have it back, and... Uh, to celebrate that, we've, we've got an NPC bonus back promotion on all games in week one. Uh, so just place a winning team and margin bet uh, on any NPC game in week one. And if your team wins, but they win by the other margin, so if you take, say, Hawks Bay to win by 1 to 12 and they win by 13 and over, uh, we'll give you your stake back up to $30 as a bonus bet. Beautiful, beautiful, Paul. I reckon we should create a little multi for the budding scene as our multi's already blown out on day one. <laughs> <laughs> should we redeem we, ourselves? <laughs> we, we we sort of gave Millie a bit of stick yesterday, oh. and I, I hear Angus was... Are you sure it was Angus that sort of texted in and it wasn't one of Razzy Rasmus's burner accounts? <laughs> uh, Good call. Good call. I'm not sure Razzy Rasmus would have had quite the same... Eloquence that uh, that that Angus texts through to, but hey, so what about that uh, multi of ours? So we're obviously one leg down. Yeah. Why don't we just really back ourselves in and just take the remaining three legs and well, double down? No, on but it? that's the that's the, isn't that the point of the promotion that we're one leg down, but we still get our money back as a bonus bet pool? If the other three legs come in, yes. So if you miss by one leg, okay, we've already missed by one leg now. So the other three legs have to come in. Um, for you then to qualify to get your money back 
So that's um, good. We'll get our money well, back, but then also we want to really sort of drive it in, and so we may as well <laughs> we may as well put another put another multi on and have a real dip. Eh? This is this is a real insight into how the TAB makes their money. <laughs> <laughs> makes like us. <laughs> we paying Paulie's wages. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We are paying Paulie's wages. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate your time this morning. Jeez, I'm getting carried away. It's promotions in play in hundreds of sports markets to choose from. Visit tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly always so you can go and have a look at those NPC uh, margin bets. If you back a team by a margin and they win by the other one, that's fair play. You get your money back. It's Baz and Izzy for breakfast with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 22 and a half past 8 o'clock on Test Match Eve. It's Baz and Izzy for breakfast and it's footy shirt Friday. Although we've got two British and Irish Lions shirts. We've got one, can't remember what Kieran's on. We've got two All Blacks, and then we've got two former sports stars not wearing any sort of Guernseys, which is pretty disappointing, but that's all right, as as comes. Uh, double eight, double three is the, the text line, and we've got big news, boys, because we've got a temper pillow to give away again. We love giving away temper pillows, and for this text of the week, we got an absolute ripper, I think it was probably yesterday, from Paddy, and Paddy said... Something about being in the hay shed. N- know how you feel, lads, with the early mornings. Uh, off to have a power nap in the hay shed. Paddy and Lulu. Paddy's text every morning and he's done a fantastic job. And that was just half to Izzy. Had a little bit of a doze yesterday, so Paddy can um, he can sympathise. Yeah, great. He's great support from Paddy. Uh, doing his hard mahi, obviously having a sleep. So um, great, great support from him. But Paddy will probably understand my my little situation. I just remembered happened yesterday, Louis. <laughs> <sighs> so. Anyone that lives in a lifestyle block would have a septic tank. And so yesterday I, I realised that my septic tank hadn't been going for three weeks. Is this an impromptu country clueless? Yeah, yeah. Can I play the music? Play the music. <laughs> play the music. I've, I had a situation here. <laughs> You've just got me going, mate. you got me going. I was in the toilet, uh, you know, just uh, at the, the urinal with my good co-host, Brandon McCullum and I said, mate, I've had a mare. So what's happened anyway? Um, yesterday, the, the toilets weren't flushing and they kept blocking. So I'm in there with, with the plunger and I'm plunging it down. I'm like wondering, no, this shouldn't be right. They, they should be flushing, like, you know, should be all right. Anyway, I run out to the shed and I go in the shed. So what's happened is my shed's just been refitted with uh, electrical. So they've put TV, lighting. No, 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 no TVs out there. So it's just lights and there's a switchboard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I open the switchboard and the septic tank switch is not on. So it's been off for three weeks. Anyway. That's pretty ugly, that. That is very ugly. So I flick the switch. I flick the switch and then bang, alarm bells. Bing, bing, bing. The septic tank's going ballistic. It is going berserk. And I'm going, oh my goodness, what's happening here? Anyway, I look out in the drip line and everything's spraying everywhere. And I'm like, okay, wow. So the septic tank's emptying. You might just have to tell the people of Auckland what a septic tank is. <laughs> so a septic tank, yeah. for those that don't know, is Parnell dwellers. <laughs> it is a tank that uh, just your house runs off, all your 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 shower water, yeah. all your house water, all your Pretty toilets. Vital. So what this tank actually does, it, it breaks it all down and and just turns it into to liquid, and then we just get rid of it. Yeah, we don't, we don't know where it goes. We don't worry. Anyway, the what happened? It. So that's, uh, anyway, so when that happens, your house. 
after a while, I started, my kids were like, poo, daddy, something stinks. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I thought something actually stinks. And, I, and, and these two, uh, three and four-year-olds are saying something. So anyway, so I walk to the house, I go down to one of the toilets, and the toilet had drained. So what happens when it drains, obviously the pipes have no water in it, and then it's a stench from the Dries. pipes just keep coming <laughs> up through the whole house. So my whole house absolutely stunk yesterday. And um, so, yeah, figured out that septic tanks are very, very important. If you're on a lifestyle block, you really, really need well, it's, them. It's not your fault, though. It's not my fault. So I rang up my Sparky. Here you go. I rang up my Sparky. I said, mate, <laughs> when, you, when you put the electricity in, did you check the septic tank and make sure it was switched on? He's like, yes, I did. And I said, well, I'll keep an eye on it. If it, if it, swi- if it obviously switch off, it's obviously a fault and it's going to plug up. But I reckon he just didn't turn it on. So, Richie, you know you're out there listening. Didn't turn it on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Faux pas from Richie on the set. But there you go. That's from... my little rant. Hey, I had no idea that was coming. That's that's one of the better country, well, unfortunate country cluelesses. Well, I heard it in the in the toilet just then. It was good. Good chat. How's your How's your farm going? Your um your estate. Uh, oh. it's called an effluent field, brother. Okay, sorry, brother. <laughs> you go. Is that from Is that from Richie? That's probably from Richie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, just on another note, for all those people out there who are texting my individual number for a temper pillow, you have to text double eight double three. <laughs> you clowns. <laughs> what, your personal number. Yeah, ringing up saying, "Can I win the temper pillow?" Yeah, but text double eight double three, and you're half a chance once a week. Is that Muhammad from Matter Matter? <laughs> Get, getting frisky. <laughs> Oh, crikey. Right, where are we going now, Is It's 27 minutes past eight. Oh, we've got some great texts here. Absolutely loving sins, guys. Uh, awesome living, uh, listening, S-E-N-Z, I should say, guys. Just because awesome. Sam's on a plane, I don't reckon you get away with that yeah. one. <laughs> awesome listening all day, but especially Baz and Izzy in the morning. Keep up the good work, team. Cheers from an Aussie doc. P.S. Wallabies 1 to 12. Okay. He's tipped the Wallabies. What's that pain? Wallabies 1 to 12. We better have a look Heaps. at that, too. Heaps. Lads, have you come up with the text of the week? After my text about Izzy's here, I'm hanging out for a pillow. Love your work. Goose from Christchurch. Yeah, tears for your support, Goose. We love your texts. They're always about something controversial, and my hair's not it. Because <laughs> I've got plenty now. <laughs> You've got a full head of hair. And what about this one? Hi, guys. Tip for the weekend. Reckon in tomorrow. Race 8, number 7. Sir Beats. Not paying much, but taking in a Quinella with for Z. Well, if it's not paying much, that's Izzy and I out. <laughs> Louis, you'll climb into that. Had the pleasure of serving Dane Coles at Pitapit, Newtown, for about two years. A, nice, a nicer guy you couldn't meet. Keep up the great work. Cheers, Jason. Well, clearly, Pitapit was nowhere near a rugby field. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He's such a nice guy, but obviously the, he's a competitor. So once he gets on the field, he just flicks a switch. And, and most players do that, you know. You get on that field, there's something about it. You just flick that switch and uh, you do anything at any cost to, to win the game, and that's Colsey. You need those guys on your team too, don't you? They're the, they're the ones who, regardless of what the scoreboard says, just get in the contest. And that's what I love about Retallick coming back. You know, I felt like he spoke about we lost that aggression, we lost that punch. A guy like Brody Retallick coming back, he brings that no, doesn't take a backward step. You know, he's always into everyone's faces. He plays with his heart on his sleeve. He's very aggressive and he... He fronts up, and I think someone like him coming back into that Ford pack will bring so much mangle back to, to the All Blacks. That hustle. In the cricket world, we sort of we talk about hustle, and for us, a, a real visual is chasing the ball to the boundary, regardless of what the scoreboard says. And if you watch the New Zealand cricket team now, 
they chase the ball to the boundary hard every mm. time. You will see three or four of them going after it, and that's what we're talking about. Anyway, it is coming up to 8.30. We are in the final furlong of Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ on this Friday. The boys are in the big smoke. It's Trudy for with the news for Kubota, and together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Very curious to know what people are saying. That The question was, All Blacks 12 and under or All Blacks 13 plus all day? Baz, what do you reckon? 13 plus. All day? Not all day, no. Well, I'm going with my man Izzy. 38-20 is what he said. I'm going to smack that on the number. I don't know what that's pain. Uh, can you pick an exact score? You can. Yeah. You can. It would be pain. Oh, as if you don't know your way old. around the TAB website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not as hand over money. <laughs> you can pick that and it'll be paying some juicy, juicy odds. So, uh, yeah, I agree. It's going to be 13 plus. I think they'll they'll come out and, and play really well. Well, Choices Flooring visualises visualize a room is the easiest way to help you transform your home with new flooring and rugs. You can always have your choice and the people have spoken and they've had their choice in our poll. I'm not kidding. It's 100% All Blacks 13 plus all day. Well, there you go. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's, that's our sporting public. Yeah, we just... 92% winning ratio, though. It's easy to get them behind the All Blacks. And mm. the... Is that is that what they are? Yeah. Give or take. But I think they're about... <laughs> I think Steve Hansen was about 87% winning ratio. Uh, I think they're sitting at about my 88%. Yeah. Just say it with confidence. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> they are. They are oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, that fella Damo, he, he'll be listening. He'll come and correct me. Yeah. He always does. Yeah. Hey, Baz, I've got a great text here, actually, and it's off topic. But, Baz, when you got your 300, how did you concentrate for so long? Like that, how, many, how many days was it that you were betting for that, for that tail, that 300? Uh, I think it was about two and a half. Mate, something like that. Unbelievable. How do you stop your mind from drifting off like every single... Oh, it drifted off a lot. Yeah. Yeah, That's when you've got to just try and hope that you need a release, right? So you try and bang one for six and then then it's like, okay, now I'm sweet. Now I can go back to just sort of blocking it again. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it was one of those times. To be fair, I didn't think I could bat for that long either. I sort of batted on a few occasions for a decent amount of time and they were weird, those innings. They kind of came out of nowhere. Um... I can't really put my finger on it, but I think once you get into a bit of a rhythm and and you sort of start going through breaks, you know, like you have obviously two-hour sessions and test matches, you've got three two-hour sessions each day. So you sort of structure your your innings. Once you get going, you, you look up at the clock and you go, oh, okay, 45 minutes gone, we're only 15 minutes till the drinks. So you try and sort of get through that with your partner, drinks arrive, and then you start to get into it again. Then it's like, right, 20 minutes to, to lunch, we've got to work through it. So you sort of break things down a little mm. bit, and then that, that allows you to try and, well, hopefully be able to keep concentration. And what about when you go back to, to your hotel, you go to bed, you get away from it? And like, obviously, when you start batting, the nerves slowly go. Do you get nervous again when you have to restart that inning? It's funny, I didn't really get that nervous, to be honest. Mm. I kind of, probably because I just expected that I'd get out any time. So it's sort of, <laughs> no. it was like any, any, any time that I didn't was a bit of a, you know, a, a bit of a positive. So I don't know, I kind of, I had confidence in my skills, but I could handle failure, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the way I played, I knew that it was going to come with a real element of risk and, and likelihood of, of downfall at times. But I was chasing that that kind of, that moment where the game slows down, you're in total control and, and you play an innings which gives you the most amount of satisfaction. And, and that was what I, that's how I agreed with myself that I was going to play in the latter part of my career in particular. 
I think that kind of freed me up to allow to allow me to have some of those great moments. Well, I just think it's a it's a very good moment that we should talk about. Obviously, three hundred, you know, the only only person to ever score three hundred for New Zealand. It's a special moment. And, and we spoke about yesterday the mental side of the game. You know, All Blacks uh, test match is eighty minutes. This is two and a half days where you have to be on the button. Mm. So, did you put a lot of work into that mental side of your game? Um, yeah, I did. I. I really just tried to stay present is like what Gilbert and Oka said to us, you know, be where your feet are yep. and just stay present in the moment. Don't think about what's been, don't think about what's coming, just deal in that moment. And when I was able to do that, I was able to then just concentrate on the thing that really matters, which in cricket is just watching the ball. If you watch the ball, then you give yourself every chance. You allow everything else to then be able to, to unfold. That can segue, and we won't do it now, but the time you didn't watch the ball and you've spoken about it a lot in 2015, I'm sure people would love to hear about that sometime. I just want to let everyone know that 25 sporting years, 25 sporting moments, together with Rebel Sport, SENZ is going to be compiling New Zealand's 25 top sporting moments. And Izzy, would it be fair to say that Baz's 300th would firmly end up in those top 25? That'll be right up there, mate. At Basin Reserve, which is probably our home of cricket in New Zealand. Pretty special moment, and I remember exactly watching that, that special moment. And that iconic voice with Smithy being there and the, and, and the presence of greatness must have been pretty awesome. So I think they'll be high right up there. Well, Smitty was pushing. He was advocating for our retirements to be in there as well, such as, <laughs> such as a sense of humour of, of the voice of New Zealand sport. The voice of sport in New Zealand. Get it right, Brennan. And New Zealand has a little cricketing master, Brennan McCullum. That's just famous, famous words. Hey, that was a little tease to In the Sheds. Well, it's Friday, but I think we can still do In the Sheds. 0800 150 811 is the Kennard's higher phone line. Are you guys prepared to get a little bit can, weird? Can, yeah, can we get a call? Like, Give us a call. It's Friday. It's Friday, yeah. And it's on and on. We've got a call. Paddy. It's Paddy. Let's, let's go. Let's go pay the bills and come back with Paddy on Baznizzi for breakfast. It's SENZ. <laughs> 16 and a half minutes away from 9 o'clock. I'm Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're whipping us home through the last furlong here. We're about to go in the sheds. But Izzy, you were, you were asking, crying out for a caller. Yeah, crying out for a caller. And this guy has been uh, you know, awesome this week with his texts, his uh, you know, conversations, actually listening to us in the hay shed while he's knocking off. Hopefully he's the boss of the farm. And Paddy's joined us. How are you, Paddy? Oh, how's it going, boys? Just coming from feeding cows. Fantastic. Nice, nice. And what? What? Uh, how many cows you got? I've got twelve, uh, so well, I need help. Uh, I've only got about thirty, so yeah, small scale there, boys. You know, and a few sheep, but yeah, they keep me busy throughout the day there. And then, yeah, it's been a rough night here. We had a big storm, and all the power went out. But I had the old transistor radio going there for the cricket, so that kept me going there through the noise. So, yeah. And I'm really looking forward to setting up the pillar on the hair shed. So, yeah. Thank Wait. you very much for that prize. Oh, pleasure. Whereabouts are you from, Paddy? Where are you residing right now? I'm down the top of the South Island there, Richmond Nelson area. Oh, there. lovely. Oh, beautiful part of the world down there. Magic spot. Oh, I love that voice, isn't it? That accent's beautiful. Yeah, how long oh, I'm originally from my. I'm an Irishman originally, you know. Yeah, I'm here. How long have you been in New Zealand for, Paddy? Uh, 20 years, no lads, 20 years, yep. So, yeah, I'm a Kiwi. Love my Kiwi sport. What, the Olympics. What boy you to New Zealand? Coming up. Uh, 
women and drinking. How's <laughs> <laughs> that going for you? <laughs> uh, there's been a bit of water under the bridge with that carry on, but yeah, that was, yeah. I won't go any further with that. Uh, hey, hey, yeah, we'll stop it there, mate. We won't get in trouble. But anyway, hey, we're playing in the sheds, so this is an opportunity for you, for yourself to just ask any questions within reason of uh, Bears and myself. I just I've admired your both your careers there, and I think it's fantastic that you're on the radio. And um, Brendan McCollum, yeah, king, king king of the cricket, yeah, fantastic. And you, Izzy, yeah, big admiration for you there. Yeah, it's fantastic that you're on the radio, and yeah, long may continue. Good man. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Paddy. That's awesome, and we uh, we hope. The Nelson region is rocking later on, and enjoy that temper pillow as well. And it's good to have a good, strong Irishman in New Zealand. Oh, thanks, boys. Yeah, and go to our blacks the weekend. I'll be listening. Good man. Thank All you right. very much. Cheers, Thank mate. Hey, thanks, Paddy. Hey, um, do you reckon that accent was put on? Nah, you can't say. Someone sent a message. I'm suspect on Paddy because he didn't from get the Goose. pillow. Yeah, Goose is just dark because he didn't get the pillow. Okay, okay. Ah, oh, that's a good accent. Great he's, accent. He's faking it. Trudy reckons he's faking it. Oh, I'm not going that far. Yeah, yeah? Nah. We might have to go meet Paddy. Yeah. How's that sound? Uh, SENZ breakfast show on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pack the golf clubs for that one, my oh, friend. Beautiful. Actually, we've got to do a couple of um, McCafe, uh, McCafe outside broadcasts at some stage. Is there a McDonald's in Richmond? Or can we can we get Paddy to meet up, meet us at the McCafe in Richmond and and we'll, we'll shout him a McCafe coffee and then find out? I reckon I reckon I want to find some you know, glass half full on this Baz. I reckon that was fair dinkum. Yeah, Oregon was fair dinkum as well. There's only one way to tell. Gullible. Get a pint of Guinness in his hand and see how long it takes him. Anyway, I think we're going to go... What are we going to do? Oh, we're going to go to Smitty soon. That's right. We're going to have to come up with a very, very good sleep on it Mm. question for the doyen, which is Ian Smith, who's still not in his studio yet. So that is intriguing. But we'll do that shortly. It is 12 minutes to nine on a Friday. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Seven minutes away from the hour, which means seven minutes away from Smithy, and the lights have been turned on, so the bills have been paid. All the money didn't go on the studio. It's time for sleep on it. Thanks to Temper, they've got mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases which conform to the exact shape of your body for unrivaled comfort and support. Baz, you've been thinking all ad break what you're going to ask Ian. Yeah, I have, and a big shout out as well to Paddy, who's in Richmond. He was listening on 9:90 a.m. SCNZ. He was good, good crack. Anyway, we have. Another man with good crack, and he is the voice of sport in New Zealand, the doyen, and also the proud father of Angus, who's texted us in this morning, giving us a bit of grief as well. Good morning, Smitty. Morning, teachers' pets. How are we this morning? (laughs) (laughs) Why why do you say teachers' pets? Well, you're the breakfast boys. You're the glamour boys, you know? You're you're hardly the front row, are you, in terms of um, your your backs? Well, well, that doesn't really... Because you're five-point boys. Well, that doesn't really constitute being teacher's pets. There must be some context in there. Yeah, well, there is. You're the favoured duo w- with the hierarchy. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Daddy and I have talked about it. Even, Be- even Beaver and I have been talking about it as well. It's not, it's not really a level playing field, but just mosey on on. What, what's your question? Well, no, interesting, because we had dinner with Beaver last night when we said goodbye to Sam. We, we had a spare seat there, but that you weren't there. We left a couple of oysters on the plate for you as well. A nice, yeah. <laughs> a nice glass of Syrah, but... 
You didn't front. Yeah, it's, it's called it's called it's called an invite. I, I am on the phone, uh, and I have got uh, a text as well. So you know, just invite any any time. Don't worry. All oh, those oysters were a little salty, weren't they? Anyway, our temper question for you to sleep on over the weekend, Smitty. Is this our greatest Olympic Games, despite the LA eight? So we'll hear from you on that one come Monday. But uh, what's on what's on your show today, mate? Yeah, it's just getting busier by the second, actually, uh, to be honest. I've got John Andrews uh, next. He's a proud father of a medalist, uh, mm. a former cyclist himself, uh, on behalf of New Zealand. But uh, his daughter won last night, so uh, we will be talking uh, to John Andrews. Uh, and then we're going to go uh, across to uh, to Tokyo to talk to Christina Eddy, who's been the lucky one, really. She's been uh, the one that's been at, at the boat racing the whole time. So she's seen a lot of medals, a lot of glory. Heard the national anthem a uh, truckload of times, so... Uh, Christina should be very happy. Uh, we've uh, managed to secure Angus Tataval from the front row club uh, off the bench uh, tomorrow night as well. So looking forward to that. Mertz is, is coming in from uh, Australia for us to preview the test. Uh, maybe a little chat about uh, uh, Aaron Smith as well. And then we've got uh, a really good one at 11.05. Just come in. Staffy missed out on this one. We got this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. Nick that's Willis. good. Nick. Nick. Willis, the Nick Willis oh, beautiful. at 11.05. So uh, there you go. Boys, um, you have, have a lovely pampered weekend, won't you? Uh, we right? will. Hey, Smithy, we, you're obviously we, coming up. You're going to come up for the for the test match and call it. What, what, what do you, how do you think that's yep. going to pan out Saturday night? I think we'll win comfortably. Win comfortably. I think uh, they'll play for Aaron Smith. Yep. Um, your little buddy, I think they'll play for him. They always tend to stand up when the silver cap's on display at the end of the night. Yeah. They want to hand that over with pride. So I, I think there's, uh, uh, look, I, I look at the two sides, I, I think there's daylight between them, perfectly honest. I think there's the hoodoo of Eden Park. I'm not quite sure if any of those um, wallabies were born uh, the last time they won there, to be fair. I mean, that, it's just a, a hell of a hoodoo, and they can deny it till the cows come home. But the fact of the matter is, they just damn well can't win there. Yeah. 35 years. They just can't win. So they won't. Um, 13 plus on picking. Comfy. Comfy. And uh, it's obviously footy Friday and you've got your HRS polo. You're pretty proud of the HRS rugby club, eh? Yep. We uh, got to two finals this year. Uh, this year, uh, Izzy managed to get knocked over by Taradale on both occasions. But having said that, yes, it is footy shirt Friday. Um, I couldn't find a Pirates one. No one can seem to find a Pirates one. These days. <laughs> yeah, they're in the second division, bud. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, at least you enjoyed your trip to Otani. <laughs> yes, so are you, are, you, are you coming up today, Smitty, or are you, are you coming up tomorrow? Sorry, you're tra my travel agent too now, Bears, are you? Um, I was just trying. Uh, I was thinking about how I was going to buy you a pint just to get over, you know, our little... No, no, that, no it's going to take a while to get over that. So <laughs> I, I shall be travelling uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, and uh, making my way straight, pretty much straight to Eden Park to get ready. I won't have to go into makeup like the Glory Boys, so they, they don't put me on camera anymore. <laughs> they can't put me. So uh, they, just, they don't worry anymore. <laughs> so I don't go into makeup. Uh, I just go straight to the sideline and wait, which is cool. It's the best place to watch a game. And, yeah. and your first leg of your multi got up, I see. Angus, your boy, texts us through. I got the whole multi up yesterday, and I got another goodie today, so I've had a, a pretty good week, actually. I'm just hitting my straps, just hitting my straps. So I'm pretty confident about this weekend's one, and uh, we'll tell you about that one just about, oh, just before 10 o'clock this morning. 
Beautiful. Well, thank you very much, Smitty. We'll we'll extend an olive branch and a few oysters to you at some point. I'll in see the you future. at Turks, Smitty. All the best today, mate. <laughs> Oh, they won't be so. I'm a dedicated working man now, Izzy. I just haven't got the time. Oh, <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> oh, punch that timesheet out at 12.01 this afternoon. Very I'll good. I've been punching it. There's no results so far. <laughs> <laughs> All this teeth I had. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Have a good, uh, have a good show today, mate. Ah, oh, is brilliant. He is so good. He is so good, Smithy. I love chatting to, to Smithy, and, and he's got some great wit. He's and, a weapon, uh, isn't he? He's a bit salty with us, though. Yeah, he is. Do, have, are we in the wrong there? No way. We're proactive. Said, Sam, we want to take you out for, for dinner, for, for your hard work, and we, we thank you for all that you've done. I think it's very good of us, isn't it? Yeah, maybe we should have just extended the invite a little wider. Cast the net a fraction wider. I just thought we were paying, so I didn't want it to go too wide, otherwise we'd... We might have bounced the credit card. Oh, what the bottles of red wine you were ordering? I'm I'm happy I didn't take that. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, we are going to wrap things up here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's been a good day. It's been a good week, actually. We've had a great time. The New Zealand athletes have done us proud, leading the charge is Lisa Carrington, who is our best ever. Five gold medals. Can she get six? What a superstar she is. We're so proud of all of our athletes who are doing their thing over in Tokyo and flying the New Zealand flag. To everyone in our team, thank you very much. To Louis, to Trudy, to Karen, to Joe, and to everyone who joined us this week on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. I'm taking my man Izzy out for lunch. Thank you very thank much. You. Take care, everyone. Up and Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.